Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, lovely listeners. Thank you for returning to No Small Roles. We are having an absolute blast recording lots of fabulous episodes for you. We're also learning new skills, for example audio editing and as you may or may not notice over the next few episodes or so we will be battling with the various sound issues that choose to rear their ugly heads however we will continue to smite these troublesome foes for your listening pleasure talking of pleasure this episode is quite a big one well it's longer than future episodes will be not so surprisingly getting a cast of six performance starved actors together during lockdown to play a role-playing game resulted in a lot of role-play so let's get a wiggle on david over to you Hello and welcome to No Small Rolls, a D&D podcast where there are no small rolls because we're using massive dice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm David Knight, uh, I use he, him pronouns and I'm an actor, writer and composer. Uh, I'm going to be DMing this ridiculous troupe. Um, we've actually already played a few sessions in smaller groups, but today we have a whole party of five players. Woo! <laughs> so we've actually rolled initiative for introductions, so if you could each tell us a little bit about yourself and who you'll be playing. So I wasted a natural 20 on um, my introduction role, so that's great. Uh, My name is Grace Kelly Miller. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing the character, I was about to say the role, yeah, sure, the role (laughs) of Gwendolyn. Um, She also uses female pronouns, and she is a half-orc monk. Hi everyone, uh, I am Ben Galpin, uh, I use he him pronouns. I'm playing Orin Quill, who is um, a human... <laughs> I forgot! <laughs> what He's a human artificer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also uses male pronouns. Hi, I'm Daryl Bailey, uh, I use he him pronouns. I will be playing the role of Enkidu Kai, who also uses he him pronouns, and he is a warlock. I'm Vicky. I use she, her pronouns, and I will be playing Juna Septhorn, who also uses female pronouns, and she is a gnome sorcerer. We got magic. (laughs) Hi there, I'm Chris uh, Watts, and I use he, him pronouns. I am Gaius, or Guy, to his friends, who is a human. Oh, no, he's not a human. He's not. He's a half-elf, and he is a bard. Thanks very much, Vicky. (laughs) (laughs) So, for anyone who doesn't know anything about D&D, first up, I'm very sorry that this might be your first experience. 
But don't worry, it's actually <laughs> fairly <Wait>. straightforward. <laughs> Saying nothing on, on my players, just I'm not in, always entirely up with the rules, so it might get confusing for you. Basically, Dungeons & Dragons is a communal storytelling game in which uh, the Dungeon Master, or DM, that's me, acts as the narrator and any side characters, whilst the other players each control only one of the main characters. I'll tell them the situation, and then they tell me how their character reacts, and if they want to do something that's got a chance of failing, like trying to pick a lock, or remembering a vital piece of information that might save the world, uh, they roll a dice to see if they can succeed. It's like a mix of uh, improvised acting and gambling, which is probably why it's so addictive. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you that know all of that stuff already, we'll actually be using the 5th edition rule set, incorporating a whole range of uh, published material up to date, uh, with some house rules thrown in. Pathfinder. Oh, Ben, are you, are you using the wrong set? No, it's fifth edition, mate. Fifth edition. Um, yeah, so we're going to throw in some house rules, and it's actually a homebrew setting, which um, I'll explain a bit after this. Cue the theme tune! Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price Their chance of success will rest upon the dice No risk too great, no choice too bold This is no small rolls Our game is set in the region of El Timpir which, uh, just over a thousand years ago, the uh, native population of orcs and humans were invaded by colonial elves, who uh, established an empire built on meritocracy, uh, promising that those who joined them had the chance to rise in the ranks should they be working hard enough. Uh, Those who fought back and didn't want to join in were pushed across the Wounded Sea and settled in Orkosh, uh, where they still remain to this day and still hold the old shamanistic ways that they uh, used to live. Any who were convinced of the Elvish promises were integrated into the Elvish settlements, uh, raising families together, enjoying the gifts that the Empire had to offer. But uh, realisation crept through the, the descendants that, with the Elves' extended lifespans, positions of power were rarely opened up. Uh, and even a human lifetime of hard work often amounted to nothing. Uh, this resulted in a revolution known as the Mortal Uprising, where humans, half-orcs and half-elves pushed the Elvish Empire back, uh, splitting the main region into two countries, uh, Eiland to the north and the Free Peoples to the south. Now, For a few years, the Free Peoples rejoiced in their autonomy, 
uh, living hedonistic, unrestricted lifestyles. Uh, but this in itself led to chaos and civil wars until a gathering of leaders resulted in the signing of the Accords and the crowning of Rumath Tarabor, who was the first king in their new country of Dravain. Over the next 600 years, three other territories emerged. Uh, to the far north of the mainland, uh, out of the deserts, came an invading force of mages who claimed Eilish cities and pronounced them part of Sulmarath. Uh, off the southern coast of Dravain, the Woden Isles declared themselves a republic after years of being the dumping ground of Eilish and Dravanian petty criminals. And off the eastern coast of Eiland, the Mercilands established themselves as a neutral archipelago, uh, facilitating formal talks between the other endlessly skirmishing nations. Our story begins in Dravain, with one half of our party looking for a lost lover and the others hoping to deliver a regretful letter to a doctor. On a cool early evening in spring, three travellers arrive in the town of Tillersham. It's a cosy settlement in the centre of the noble pastures of Trevain. Um, having had your food stolen on the road, you spot the welcoming sight of a tavern, the Knocking Point, and pass under its sign, which is an archer with his full bow at draw. Inside, it's surprisingly empty. There's a, a half-orc barkeep with his hair pulled back into a ponytail, full black beard, one of those traditional tavern keeper bellies uh, under his apron. He's leaning dejectedly on the taps, idly stroking his beard, staring off into thin air. Uh, at your arrival, he shifts slightly, stands straighter, doing his best to look hospitable. He just says, uh, well, Matt, looking for a room? Well, I'd love a warm drink if you have anything. Uh... No, actually. So you mean to say that you're you're a tavern with 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 no no drink? That's the state of it as it stands, I'm afraid. Um, Juna, Orin, and Enkidu, if you could just describe what you look like having stepped into this tavern. So Juna is a just under three foot tall gnome, two hundred year old lady. She's very shriveled. Walks sort of uh, balancing on a staff with quite a big sort of gemstone at the top sort of a massive sort of frizzy grey hair on top of her head and although she's quite old she looks like she's not about to fall over she's a sturdy old lady Enkidu is a 5 foot 10 human uh, dark skin he has uh, dark brown eyes um, he's quite slim to like uh, athletic build he's wearing a long black coat double breasted with a fur hood um, he's got like knee high laced boots he's got fingerless gloves and he has a a, a shimitar strapped to his back he's a back in his early 20s I'm not sure exactly how old he is um, but he's been travelling around without a home base for a while so he, he's probably a bit rugged by this point Orin is also similarly he's, he looks like he's probably around his early 20s somewhere around there uh, he's quite short human looking about 5 foot tall or so got a slight build to him he's got sort of dirty blonde unkempt hair he's wearing a, a leather kind of waistcoat slash armor combo that seems to be strung with all sorts of tools and implements there's a, a little hanger a uh, hanger <laughs> let's try that again. there's a little hammer hanging <laughs> from from his belt doesn't appear to be particularly armed although he does have a short bow now on his on his back uh, looking down towards his, his legs, he's got sort of a shin guard on his right leg and his left leg, there's a carefully constructed uh, sort of mechanical looking brace. 
So the uh, yeah, the the tavern keeper, barkeep, he sort of he's there, he stands there, he's like, Yeah, no drink, I'm afraid. Uh I got bread, I got a stew though, I got a room if you need a room. I actually I actually wouldn't mind a room. That would be rather lovely. How how much for a room, young man? It's uh, one one gold piece for the night or five gold if you're staying for a whole eight day. I don't know if we're staying that long. I don't, I don't really know. Well, you can pay it as you like. One gold piece a night. I think I'll take a night. Yeah, yeah. You stay in, boys? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll stay. I mean, I don't mind bunking up with, with you if, if you want to share. I'm more than happy to share a room with you two young lads. I think I'd prefer a room to myself for that. If that's all right. Look over at Juno and kind of go, well, I'm up for being economical if you are. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Maybe we'll have you next door, other young man. Fine. As long as I can get my own place to sleep. Yeah, all right. Two rooms. Um, Take a seat. I'll get them ready for you. But that's uh, two gold pieces altogether then, if you could. Uh, whoever wants to pay that, uh, you chuck your money over. Do you want to? Do you want? Do you want any food with that at all? Or like I say, it's uh, two couple of pieces for some bread and stew, and I've got water, but nothing stronger. What happened to you, friend? Why? What? Why? Why is your inventory so low? Right. So probably about four nights ago, just uh, my entire brewery out back disappeared. So that's that. When you say disappeared, do you mean it just vanished into nowhere? Yeah, everything. It's uh, it's all gone. The. Uh, <sighs> The, the the ferment the fermentation casks my 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 meal my mash tun my all the stopper cakes everything it's all gone oh dear I know I don't I don't even get it half them barrels were bigger than the doors coming in and out anyway so is there any damage done to your place no not at all just a whole lot gone just disappeared oh dear do you want us to take a little look the guard I mean local guard had a look but yeah yeah no I'm not you know not one to dismiss the guard but sometimes. You need more observant eyes. You're more than welcome to. I'll tell you, it's just an empty barn, though. There's nothing much out there anymore. I wouldn't mind having a look, yeah. But also keep in mind how dangerous it could be for us three. If someone was able to sneak in, take barrels of produce without him noticing, who's to say they wouldn't do the same to us while we sleep? I mean, if you're if you're thinking you're going to get kidnapped, I don't know about that. Like, I try and keep the place secure. You have your own key to your own room. Like, I'm not going to... My point being, friend, is that if they were strong enough to lift these barrels out without you noticing, you know, a humanoid body wouldn't be too much trouble. I would have a vested interest in having a look at this. Could I make an insight check on this half-orc person, please? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, roll d20. Add your insight mm-hmm. modifier. A21. Oh, nice. <laughs> you just get the impression that he's just completely bewildered by the whole thing. It's like I said, it's about four days ago that this happened. So he's almost already gone through the whole like emotional arc of like Aww. anger and grief. And now he's just sort of, he doesn't really know what to do with himself beyond trying to carry on running his tavern. You get that, that sort of impression from him. I tell you what, I tell you what, what would make you happy right now? I mean, I'd quite like for my whole brewery to come back, but that's... <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. Oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, it'd certainly be on my abilities, I'll tell you that. Yeah, mine too, I'm afraid. As you uh, are having this conversation, the door swings open again. Two more uh, travellers step in behind. Gwendolyn and Gaius, if you could both describe what you look like. So... Gwendolyn is a tall half-orc. She's about 20 years old. She's got grey skin and really, like, lovely green hair and green eyes. She's clearly quite, like, moneyed. Imagine kind of 
Jane Austen meets steampunk. That's the sort of vibe we're <laughs> going for with her clothes. <laughs> um, however, she does look a little bit bedraggled that you wouldn't expect to kind of go with these clothes. She's definitely looks like she's spent a few nights on the road right now. She has a really beautiful necklace that um, has a rose pendant and little thorns. So your eye is obviously probably attracted by this splendorous woman coming before you, but trotting in behind the half-orc is a dirty-looking fellow. He's about um, (laughs) uh, six foot two. He has uh, dark jet black hair, but is currently tied up in a ponytail at the back, a few strands um, covering his uh, weirdly like spattered face. He's done his best to tidy himself, but there are uh, streaks of black, almost like dried blood uh, across his face. And when you look at his face, the top half of his face is covered by a, a, a masquerade mask, which is uh, white with silver, bits and bobs all over it. That looks relatively nice um, up until a certain point you get to play something. Realise it's quite cheap. <laughs> he is a theatrical cap, but sadly the rest of his attire is not so. He has got a uh, tattered and dirty um, stained doublet with jodhpurs and things tied it loosely at the end. Um, his boots are filthy and he's wearing uh, essentially a hooded cloak which is thrown back but the hooded cloak is a slight faded blue. On his back you see he has a loot that is definitely not the best loot in the world. Uh, but mm. the one thing that doesn't stand out beside the fact that he has pointed ears is that he has a very ornate, large broadsword strapped to his back, and there's a satchel to his side where he keeps his knickknacks. All the little knickknacks. Uh, the tavern keeper, he looks up, seeing you both coming, and he's like, Well met. <sighs> Do you want a room? Oh civilization. Juna, Juna steps out from behind Enkidu and says, Shroud alive as I live and breathe. Gwendolyn, that's not Dwayne. Uh... Juno, what, what, what on earth are you doing here? Probably not what on earth, because that doesn't make sense. What in the world are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that you've come to take me home, because I tell you right now I am not going home. I am staying right here, and I am looking for Dwayne, actually. Juno turns round to the half-orc behind the tavern and says, Are you sure you haven't got any ale? <laughs> I don't have any ale. I've got... Literally down to my last bottle of Oathhold whiskey. We'll take it. Hold the phone here. Hang on. We just literally just walked into a tavern and there is no booze. There's no booze. One bottle of whiskey. It's a very nice one. It, I mean, normally it'd go for 150 gold pieces by itself. What? 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 Normally. That's the only reason it's not been sold so far. I tell you what, if you just pour us five, five portions, this is on me. Now, Gwen, you sit down and you tell me what on earth has happened to you. All right. Uh, he pulls it out the, from behind, like this one dusty old bottle, and he pulls it out and goes, I mean, that it'll be like 15 gold for just little five shots. Is that right? She puts it on the bar. Whoa, holy shit. I'm not going to refuse a paying guest. All right, and he, he pulls it out, and like they are the smallest of shots, unfortunately, but it's five very clean glasses because he's got nothing else to do with his time. <laughs> and uh, this nice amber-coloured whiskey for you all. Miss Sephorn, please allow me to give you some compensation for this. That's that's quite kind. Gaius, um, as soon as the shot is poured, immediately snatches it, um, and just in case it's taken off him. Why? That's uh, very generous of you, uh, Gwendolyn. You didn't tell me that you were well. You were looking for your husband when we when you when you test us to get here. But um, obviously, he's not in this tavern. But you know this lady here, this little lady here. Uh, 
Yes, um... Less of the little lady, you. Uh, excuse me, I'm not one to judge, excuse me. My name is Gaius, uh, Guy to my friends. Uh, what's your name, my lady? I'm Juna. Yes, this is, this is Juna. We, we know each other from home, don't we, Juna? We do indeed, yes. Uh, this is Gaius, he's, he's, he's helped me, actually, um, on my travels. Gaius, you, you can have the rest of my drink, actually, um, to, to thank you for all your help. Well, you know, that's very sweet of you, and I couldn't possibly, and he takes the shot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I, I don't know who these people are that, that you're with right now, Juna, so I, I'd rather not you know, say everything about me before I've had some formal introductions. It's all right, Gwen, if you just sit down and calm yourselves down. These two these two boys are friends. Or an Enkidu, if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself. Enkidu just, like, tips his head back and says, my name's Enkidu, that is all. Well, you're quite the conversationalist, aren't you? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm Orin. Met your friends here earlier today. Had a... Few scrapes together. These two young'uns saved my life. And how do I know that they're to be trusted? I trust them, Gwen, so you can trust them too. And how am I supposed to trust you that they to trust them, okay? Well, I was just about to say, how am I supposed to know that I can trust you, whiskey stealer? Well, I gave it you to him. You stole her shot. No, he didn't steal it. That's besides the point. I cast Mage Hand to hover above the table, my big, scaly, multicoloured <laughs> hand. And I just turn it to, so it gives a massive thums, thumbs up, and it hovers ever so cl- closely to Gaius. And I just kind of lean back and smile. I'm just like, yeah, right. That's unsettling, that is. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, well, I suppose if you trust them, Juna, then then I can trust them too. But, I mean, are you going to use them to help try and drag me home or something? Is that why you're here? I'm, I'm going to be straight with you, Gwendolyn. When I left the house, I did come to find you to take you back home. But you do, don't need to fear. I'm not going to take you back to that place. Where exactly... Is this man? Uh, I, I'm looking for my um, husband, uh, Dwayne Fabulosa. Your husband? Yes, yeah, sort of. Did you get married in the last couple of weeks or something? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what is a marriage as such? You know, <laughs> I mean. We will officially get married, of course, but you know, in our in our souls, we we are married, I suppose. And in body, well, I mean, like, no, 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 no funny um, business. Don't get me wrong. I mean, where, I've only where just met is some his of body? These people, that's quite. Where is where is he? Because he wanted to make things official, he said that he needed to go and fetch his grandmother's tiara, which he'd left in a pawn shop, and. Um, so I, I gave him the money so that he'd be able to do that because unfortunately he'd been a bit down on his luck money-wise. And um, so so he went and um, and I waited and I waited <laughs> and then um, he didn't come back. So something terrible must have happened to him. And, and he did mention television once. So I met this gentleman here and he agreed to come with me to Tillisham. So... This is why I'm here and I'm trying to find him. Uh, have any of you heard of Dwayne Fabulosa? Uh, you, Barkeep, do you know Dwayne Fabulosa? Uh, blue-haired chap. Yes, yes, that's him. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was here about a week ago. A week ago? Uh, yeah, I don't know what he was in town for. He was he stayed only a couple of nights and, uh, uh, and then he left here, at least. I don't know if he's out of town completely, but... Uh, did you, do you know if he has any friends? Did he meet with anybody whilst he was here? 
Oh, he was busy. He barely spent a, barely spent an hour here. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. If you do remember any more information about him, I, I, I'm his wife, you see, and I'm very keen to to um, reconnect with him. Yeah. All right. And uh, I, I really don't mean to pry, but it's an open relationship then, yeah? Just as I thought. Sounds like a scoundrel. How, how dare you? I've just met you, Enkidu, and I, my um, husband is not a scoundrel. I what does open relationship mean? <laughs> and Keely oh, just I'm, starts uh, laughing. When a man, a woman, or a woman and a woman, or a man and a man love each other very much, and they love each other so much they want to share themselves with somebody else as well as the person they're with, then that opens into an open relationship. And then I'm just going to whisper in her ear all the dubious things that I can think of that an open relationship would entail. <laughs> Gwendolyn's mouth just drops lower and lower. <laughs> she hears all of this stuff that she's never even imagined. Juna side-eyes Gaius just so much. She's just like, oh my goodness, what is he saying and doing? I certainly didn't believe that was the situation of our relationship, but... I mean, I could have gotten the complete wrong end of the stick, love. I mean, yes. I, I don't really know. I just, it was, he just had a friend over. Well, well he's very friendly, but perhaps it was a relation. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I just completely misunderstood what was happening between the two of them holding hands and that, yeah. Was he a fan of brewery equipment, this husband of yours? Um, well, he's he's an artist, actually. He's he's a, a bard, just like my good friend Guy here. Yeah, what, what's, what, sorry, what's the, what the brewery stuff got to do with oh. this? Oh, no, just a little joke. It's fine. Okay, fair enough. But, like, also, like, how come this place doesn't have any booze, Juna? It all got stolen. What? Uh, Barkeep, I mustn't keep calling you Barkeep. What is your name, friend? Uh, Iris. Iris Trevec. How long was it when they disappeared? When did it... About, about four nights ago. Uh, a couple of nights after, uh, what's his name? Dwayne? Dwayne. Dwayne Fabulous, yeah. yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he had nothing to do with it, I'll be honest. Well, that's encouraging. Oh, there are very strange people around here. We met some a very strange thing in the woods so yeah it was like a weird guy like we were in the woods going through being through the woods being very heroic and then defeating lots of bad baddies and so on anyway so we were just like camped out at this place and um i was keeping a very watchful eye um and uh, this guy creeps upon us he's like a weird spindly little chap who like was talking about a witch talking about he was looking for someone and then he was like all of a sudden being like hey i saw that you fought this like um it was a panther panther thank you he was like oh i'll bring i'll bring the panther back and we were like no you don't need to bring the panther back what do you mean back and then all of a sudden this undead panther comes back and attacks us again and then we look around and the guy's gone i mean it was terrifying absolutely terrifying what did he look like this fella he doesn't sound very nice Uh, he was called kral i believe he said his name was yeah something like that he was like big eyes and like really like um uh, pale skin, like but spindly sort of features. Gaunt. Gaunt is the right word. Mm. God, I love that word. Gaunt. Oh, well, you know, I I have quite a good vocabulary, actually. Gaunt. My God, with my accent sounds beautiful. <laughs> 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 Will you be uh, wanting uh, extra rooms then? Well, yes, I suppose it would be good to stay here for the night, wouldn't it? Yeah, Before and then we can maybe move on, on and we can find out a bit more about where your your husband went. Yes, perhaps I could ask around for this this friend or relation of his to see if I can f- find her, was it? Uh, no, no, it was a chap. Oh, oh right. Um, what did he look like? Uh, Half-elf lad, uh, sort of umber skin, uh, short hair. 
I'll be honest, I didn't really recognise him, but I don't know everyone in town. So he's not local here then, Iris? I mean, he might be out from the farmland, you know. Well. Iris, did they share a room together? Uh, I believe so, yes. I see. I'm not really sure that means anything, Enkidu, unless you're assuming something about me and young Orin here. Yeah. What? The thought had not crossed my mind, Miss Upthorn. Have you both been sharing a room? No, but was planning we were on about to. sharing tonight. I wonder, Gwendolyn, if it's better if you share with me and we can go into exactly what has happened here. Oh, great. That might be a good idea, yes. Um, it, it, guys, if you don't mind sh- sharing with these lovely fellows. Oh, what? You mean, okay, sharing with these two total strangers? Uh, one one shifty guy and a guy who loves a lot of tools on, his, on himself? Yeah, you know what? Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first time I've slept below a roof for quite a while. So, hell yes, I will. Gentlemen, I will take the top bunk. No, thank you. Oh, I okay. In that case, I will take whatever I get. <laughs> Orin, Orin just gives him a look. <laughs> like, who, the, who the hell is this? We're going to have a Poor great Orin. time, fellas. Being passed from pillar to post. So uh, just <laughs> just one more room then that I need to prepare. That would be lovely. Yeah, I think so. That would be if, very uh, lovely. If I'm doing a barkeeper's job and uh, eavesdropping correctly. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, to be fair, there's no one else in this particular pub. And I can't be surprised because there's no beer in this pub. So. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, I, I will be very honest with you. I've just been sending them all over to the Woodman and Wolf because uh, they got the last kegs in town. I mean, they don't have rooms, but, uh, you know, they got kegs. I'm not. I'm not too worried about them. If you're thinking that they might be the ones that stole it or whatnot, because uh, I sell them the beer anyway. So, wait, hang on. <sighs> you sell them beer? Yeah, yeah. I make it all here, and then I sell some, and I send kegs over to them for a price and that. They were very nice actually. When they found out it was all stolen, they did send a couple of kegs back just to keep me going, but they they got used up pretty quick. Anyway, I'm gonna go prep prep your rooms. I'll go get your rooms ready. Before you go, before you go, you seem like a stand-up kind of lad. Thank you. I, can I just say, I'm I'm quite appreciating the fact you keep calling me young. It's not a that I get that. So. <laughs> How old does he look? Oh, he's he's like late forties. Yeah, <laughs> like like his hair's still it's still got most of its color, but there's like little streaks of of, of white and grey just creeping in. Well, you say, do you by any chance know a Doctor Ardison Hograd? Yeah, yeah, she works in town. Oh yeah. Uh, you wouldn't happen to know where we can uh, get hold of her, do you? We got, we've got, we've got a bit of a bit of a message that we think she'd quite like to, well, not like to, but she probably should should get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think her, her office, a little surgery, is just off of uh, Servelt Square. How near? How near's that? Ah, uh, only about a ten minute walk that way. Oh, mm. lovely, lovely. I certainly should have asked this earlier on, but what time of day is it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's evening time, so okay. probably, especially after this conversation, probably looking at like seven o'clock at night. It's starting okay. to get dark outside. You make up our room. Let's go to the Woodman and Wolf, boys. And Gwen. The other tavern actually is not that hard to find. Uh, the town <laughs> itself, is may, it maybe takes you half an hour to walk across the whole thing. But you wind your way through the streets, you find yourself in Servelt uh, Square. It's quite a wide open town square, a couple of patches of grass, a water pump in the middle, a little statue of a man, and you follow the sound of of a tavern uh, down opposite the other side of the square, uh, more towards the river. Did, did this stat... Sorry to interrupt, but the statue, do any of us know who the man is? Make a history check. I'm, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> I'm not going to bother. Won't know. Uh, 16? 16, no. Um, it does say, like, carved into the bottom of it, it does say Servelt. 
Okay. It's, it's a fairly old stone statue, so it's actually quite faded. Um, uh-huh. From the looks of it, he's maybe some kind of uh, mage-type character. He's got those like sort of stereotypical wizarding robes on. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, styles change, so he might have just been a very posh guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you work your way over the over the square to, toward the woodman and wolf down a, a little side road, and it is bustling to the point that it's almost spilling out. As you as you push your way in, the uh, the decor in this place is of a much lower quality, I would say, compared to the knocking point. Uh, like it all just feels a little bit more used. The floor's a little bit stickier. Um, yeah. But they're, they're, they've they've got uh, one girl sat in the corner with a with a fiddle out, just sort of playing a, a gentle tune as everyone's chatting over her. So yeah, you push your way through to the bar, and there's a little human guy, sort of olive skin, mid fifties, roughly. He's got stubble, bald. He looks thin, but, like, tough. Like, he mm-hmm. could quite easily throw each of you out. Hey, uh, how can I help you? What do you want? Do you have a rockerous red? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> a bit expensive for our taste, lads. Didn't think so. Ale, then, please. Ale? Just ale? Just uh, knocking point ale? Or do you want something from uh, further afield? Yes, please. When, when will you have an ale? Um, is there anything slightly fruitier? Like, like what? Um, well, back home, um, we used to sometimes have uh, things called um, strawberry daiquiris. <laughs> the man is so very confused. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, well, I don't, I don't have, I don't have no. I got some strawberries. I think some in a barrel. Oh really? Do you want me to chuck one of them in your beer? Yes. Why not? Yes, yeah, and some strawberries and ale. That sounds delicious. Oh, all right, love. If that's what you want. Five just, ales. Just in, her, just in her ale. Don't put that in anyone else's. Five ale. ales, no, one with a strawberry. <laughs> Maybe more than one strawberry. Um, can I, can I, when her ale arrives, can I cast Minor Illusion very surreptitiously so that it smells oh. and if I'm allowed, tastes like a strawberry daiquiri? Yeah, yeah, I'll allow that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a great So yeah, he pours, like, he goes over to the taps and he pours out five and then he wanders behind uh, through a little door into the kitchen, comes out. The strawberries don't look that nice. They look a little bit, a little, a little bit soft, like like the kind that like they've probably been sat there for a couple of days too long. Anyway, he drops them in in one, but when it slid over to you, yeah, it does. It really smells nice. It smells like a strawberry daiquiri. It you take a little sip. It is it is spot on. Oh, that's absolutely delicious. Well done to you. Um, what is your name? Welton, Welton Grimble. Oh, thank you very much, Welton Grimble. You are you're quite the artiste when it comes to beverages. I mean, thanks. I just poured you a beer. I mean, it's not much, is it? It tastes rather wonderful. A little kindness can go a long way. While we have you here, uh, Mr. Grimble, uh, yeah, may I ask you something about um, your relationship with the Knocking Point? Are you you're aware of the stores going missing? Oh yeah. I mean, that is some shit for them. I mean. Looking at the crowd, though, I don't mind it so much, but at the same time, they're, they're getting through my stores quick as anything. And um, anything strange happened to you in the meantime, in the past four days or so? No, no none of my stuff's gone missing. Right. And you don't know I mean, anything about their stuff going missing? No, I don't. I don't like that accusatory tone, I'll be honest. Can I insight check this guy? <laughs> yes, you can. He seems shady. <laughs> Juna doesn't trust anyone. <laughs> Juna is right. Twelve. Twelve. He just seems annoyed that you've basically accused him of theft. I never accused you of anything. I just was asking if you're going to take that defensive tone with me. I can't help that. If you're going to be like that, 
Just just calm it, all right? I don't want no trouble. I'm very busy. Just go and drink yourselves into a stupor over there, all right? We'll, we'll just sit quietly out your way. Don't worry. Yeah, thank you. As he walks away, Juna messages into his head, don't mess with me, you. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> he stops where he's moving and just, like, looks around the entire tavern. <laughs> He doesn't know where that voice has come from. Obviously, he, he rec- half recognises your voice, but with you wandering away, he can't quite tell whether or not you've just said that to him or if he's imagined it or what. And he's just... Uh, 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 until somebody calls him for a drink and he's like, uh, shakes it off and goes over and starts pouring pouring something else. As you, uh, you struggle to find a table inside, like I say, it's very busy. But there is, uh, there's a little like nook just by the door, like a little windowsill that you can all line your drinks up on and stand crowded there. You do overhear <laughs> the conversation closest to you is a uh, is a young girl, uh, maybe about seventeen, sort of walnut skin, uh, human. She's got two plaits and she's just like crying to her friends. <laughs> she's just saying, <laughs> and he called my handwriting less than refined, and I just don't think that it's fair. I've been really trying. And her friends are like, yeah, it's okay. A trello, a trello, it's fine. Oh my gosh, a trello. He doesn't deserve you, a trello. And that sort of goes on. But she's just like, just, I thought we were going to be forever. And we're just not going to be forever. But is she upset because her someone called her handwriting bad? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the gist of it. Okay, yeah. That just sounds like my year fives, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Orin's ears are going to prick up a little bit in that conversation and just, just listen in. And Kiri's looking straight into his drink. And as, as Orin goes nearer, I think June is going to try and like bustle Gwen down the other end of that conversation so she's as <laughs> far away from it as physically possible uh, yeah Gwendolyn is um watching Izel. is that the name of the the fiddler yeah the, the girl Ooh. on the fiddle interestingly she seems to be dressed in fairly official clothing almost like leather type armor on her but she's sat there with a fiddle and she's really not doing it to perform to the group uh, to, to the room she's just sort of for her own entertainment um but yeah her sort of chalky uh, a chalky face is, is is almost getting quite flushed with the when she gets into a really intricate bit of the of the fiddling, and then like it just goes wrong a little bit, and she sort of like is annoyed, has a slight glance to see if anybody's noticed, but then just carries on to herself. She uh, you realise that quite quite quickly she's really only playing one or two songs just over and over, almost as if that's all she knows for now, or at least those are the ones she really wants to play tonight. Gwendolyn's kind of trying trying to catch her. I uh, what feels like a polite and appropriate moment. She she notices uh, Gwendolyn, gives a little smile, mm. just carries on playing. Occasionally, when it seems appropriate, she'll do a little clap just to be like, but like <laughs> yeah. not like too much, but just you know enough to be like, oh yes, I, I'm watching, I'm enjoying it. And she like she appreciates it. She doesn't move to to get closer to you, but she does like yeah. You can see that there's some real appreciation actually that. You know, mm-hmm. and then and then a, a very small bit of panic creeps into her face that she's like, oh, I've, oh, I'm not. Oh, there's people actually listening to me. Uh, so like her fingers get a little bit more tense. And mm. but then uh, as, as, as you're sat there sort of like clapping along again, another guy comes over to join her uh, and he is in full guard uniform. And you realize at this point that actually it's very similar to what she's wearing. Uh, but he sits down, he's brought two drinks over, puts one down at the little table for her, uh, sits down next to her, just like carries on drinking, and the two of them start chatting away. This this seems like, a you know, somebody's come to chat to her, perhaps this is my opportunity to to go up and, and try and say hello. Yeah, so you edge on in, um, 
And the guy's like, yeah, it's Elle. Like, I just don't know what's happened, like, with him. And she's like, we shouldn't really be talking about that, Sully. Let's just, let's just leave it for when we're back at work, all right? Uh, hello. Um, sorry to interrupt you both. I, I wonder, I'm, I'm new to town. I wonder if I might might sit with you for a moment. I was really enjoying uh, your playing. Is Elle, is that correct? Yeah, uh, uh, thanks. Uh, it's it's just it's just for myself though really. Oh, well, I was I was very much enjoying it. I do I do so appreciate people who actually can play instruments. I'm absolutely awful myself. Um, my name is Gwendolyn. How rude of me not to say my name so soon. Uh, I'm I'm is uh, she's like sort of drops her puts her bow down, uh, shakes your hand. She says, uh, "I'm Isel. Uh, this is Sully." Oh, Sully, a ple- and he's like, you're right. Pleasure to meet you, pleasure to meet you. Uh, you were both some sort of officials here in the town? Uh, yeah, we're uh, uh, part of the town guard. So if you need anything, oh. you just come chat to us, all right? Oh, my, well, actually, I, I, I am looking for some information. I wonder if you'd be so kind as to help me. Um, I'm, I'm looking for a certain individual named Dwayne Fabulosa. I believe he passed through here recently. They uh, look at each other briefly, uh, and Azelle sort of shakes her head she says no sorry not heard anybody by that name he's a very very talented musician with with blue hair um and and i believe was spending time with with a uh an, a half elf another half elf with um amber skin and sh- and short hair perhaps you saw the pair together again they look at each other and Isel's like i'm really sorry i've uh not seen anyone like that Oh well, you know, it was it was um it was worth asking, you know, talented musicians might know other talented musicians. I, Thanks. <laughs> I wonder my friends um that I'm with they we we're staying over at the knocking point and there's been uh, some sort of robbery and, and my friends are trying to see if we can help as best we can. I I don't suppose you might be able to help shed some light on the subject over there if you'd like to come meet them. There is a, a slight tension in the two of them. As you as you mentioned that, um, and Sally's like, um, we're not we're not really supposed to talk about ongoing investigations, oh, really? just in case, like, you know, if it gets back to whoever, you know, we can't let the criminals know what we know. Oh you know? no, absolutely, no, no, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I I am I'm a very discreet person myself, actually. So you know, if there's any, you know, if you wanted somebody to bounce ideas off, you know, I'm very good at that sort of thing. I- yeah, that, thanks. Like, we'll we'll keep that in mind if we need any any help but uh, i don't know if i don't know if the captain it is an ongoing investigation well yeah because it's only been it only happened four days ago and we got no leads and azel like sort of nudges sully and it's like oh, we we have leads we just can't talk about them oh you do you have some leads anybody local or <laughs> um we can't talk about them no no sorry of course you already <laughs> you already said that sorry i'm i am i just can be such curious bean sometimes uh june has been sort of standing not on purpose in secret, but she's tiny and has just sort of followed Gwen over and not really introduced herself. <laughs> but she puts into Azelle's head, she just says, Welton Grumble. And Azelle has a brief moment where she's like, what's, what's happening? She looks around, like, um, like, looks across the room almost as if like someone shouted at her. She doesn't, she's not entirely convinced, but uh, she says, no, no, I don't think so. You don't think so what? 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 You just said no, I don't think so. Didn't you just say no, we 
No, we can't. We, it, I'm sorry, we can't talk about. Oh, no, yes, of course not. Investigations. No, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes, of course. I, I'm so sorry. I've been interrupting your wonderful playing. I, I would so love to to let you continue playing. It was so lovely to me. I'd, perhaps, well, Angie, you know, what, what's, what was your name again? It, it's, sorry, it's Gwendolyn. I'm staying at the knocking point. And you know what? It'd be so lovely to you know speak with a, another young lady of my age, and um, you know, it would be lovely to make some friends around here. I mean, I I don't mean to be. You just seem quite, quite uh, well together. Uh, and I don't know if I'm... Maybe, maybe you'd be better off friends with a trailer like, over there. And she just points over to the uh, the other side of the room oh, to the, the, the crying, crying girl. girl. She's, she's still crying. Um, and she's like, uh, it's the captain's daughter. Oh, well, I, uh, perhaps. But I respect your talent and, and I think that you, you have a very lovely warmth about you. I, I was very drawn to you from, from coming in here. So, you know, I don't think it's, it's anything to do about whether being well-to-do or not, you know. If, if somebody's talented, uh, I, well, like a magnet to me. Oh, well, uh, thanks. But you're welcome. I really do hope perhaps we could, could meet tomorrow or something, you know. I, I'm, I'm sure you're working or stuff, but, you know, perhaps we could... And have a cup of tea or something. So she looks over at Sully like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> and he just like shrugs it in. He's like, uh, yeah, like it will be working. But if you want to pop me into the guardhouse for a cup of tea. Oh, that would be delightful. Thank you so yeah. very much. Would it be all right if I, I bring perhaps some friends? I mean... Well, that seems perfect. I think we're sorted. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And, um, and you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Cheerio. Goodbye. Bye. And uh, the two of them just look so bewildered as you go. And they're like, oh, God, what have we agreed to? Ugh. As she steps away, June is behind her and she just steps forward and puts her staff by the table and her hand on the table. And she says, don't you judge a book by its cover. You would do worse than to have that girl for your friend. And just walks off. On the other side of the room, Enkidu, Gaius, and 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 Orin. I'm sitting on my chair backwards, like I flipped it around, like, <laughs> <laughs> like elbow on table, like hey, hey, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you, my lady? You seem upset. Uh, I'm sorry. Who are you? Oh, excuse us. Uh, we have uh, uh, adventurers and travelers from distant lands who have come far and wide to, to try a bit of the uh, delicious uh, ale in these beautiful establishments here in town. We are also, uh, you know, uh, seekers of truth and justice. And frankly, my dear, we solve <laughs> problems. It looks like you've got a big problem. Yeah, I do. Is this some kind of pickup? Because it's not working. No, no, madam, please. Um, my friend here didn't finish in explaining our, you know, uh, our proficiencies. We, One uh, of the friends sort of leans forward and goes, I don't even know who you are, but she's going through something right now, okay? So, you need to explain yourself or at the very least, tell us your names, because I mean, I like the look of you. Uh, she looks over at Enkidu, but she's like, but maybe for not now. Enkidu, <laughs> <laughs> <Kitty>, like... <laughs> Akidu like shares a look with Gaius to say like, okay, we've gotten in. Let's tread carefully. <laughs> Part of our uh, our specialties here, ladies, are you know dealing with certain scoundrels who take advantage of uh, well-to-do, beautiful um, women of the town and leave them emotionally vulnerable after take after having their delights with them. I'm not saying that is exactly the case with you, but you're clearly upset over a man who was far below your station and your worth and. We just wanted to inquire as to who could be so terrible to have done such a thing to such a beautiful, beautiful young woman. They sort of uh, look at each other. Make a make a persuasion check. 
Shit, that's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. The two friends sort of sat either side of a trailer, sort of share a look. And then one of them puts a hand on a trailer's hand and she's like, unfortunately, he's quite highborn, uh, but he is not worth your attention, a trailer. And that's what we've been trying to say. So thank you, kind sir, for agreeing with us. Sometimes you've got to hear it from an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the other friend's like, yeah. Um, so if you want to go deal with Trimped Vondel, then you just do that. Mm. You might get in some trouble with the guards, but it's okay because Atrella's dad is the captain of the guards. So okay. he'll be like, fine. Uh, and Trimped deserves it because he's just been mean. And Atrella's like, no, he's not. He's fine. Let's but he's just—I <laughs> just don't know why he'd break us up again. You do get the slight impression that, like, they're—they're they're not necessarily as as highborn as they're like putting on. Like, their dresses aren't aren't hugely like extravagant. Gwendolyn's tatty like clothes look much nicer than anything that these girls are wearing. But they're, they're, they've clearly got ambitions, shall we mm. say? Then, like, like they've done what they can with their dresses, like. Um, they're, they're, they've, uh, you can see that they've sewn on their own bows and things to just to try and like upcycle what they've been given. So, what if you don't mind my asking, um, what what did this trim fellow do? Well, I thought that like <laughs> that we were just gonna. I thought he was gonna marry me. I and I know I was still young. Okay, he's only nineteen. And I'm only seventeen. So, but then he was. Just so mean all of a sudden and he was like I don't know if this is happening and and then he said you can't even write that well and I was like my handwriting is impeccable and he was like no it's not it's less than refined and I am refined okay wow okay I mean okay. I, I'm, I'm not saying you know you should or you shouldn't I'm not gonna it's not my job to, to tell you these things but if you need a bit of help with a bit of handwriting I might be able to assist um, what my, I mean uh, did you just say that I need to work on my handwriting uh, because I don't no, need to work on my I did, handwriting I no I didn't no, say I that you should probably... he was trying to say the other thing in fact yeah the other thing yeah I was trying to say the other thing <laughs> what other thing using your obviously um, not great handwriting to lodge a formal complaint against a man who promised himself to you I've made that formal promise. complaints. I have made so many, but Daddy just says, like, you can't do anything because, because like, he's the son of the lady, so... Look, we could play around here, my lady, but do you, like, honestly want us to, like, sort him out, like, see him, like, like speak to him quiet-like and just say, hey, you know, you can't go around treating these ladies like this maybe if you just point him out to us and we can have a quiet word with him like we'll square it out don't you worry well my is like no you don't have to do anything and the other girls are like yes yes please yes um, <laughs> so he's human he lives over at vondale manor so if you could just go up there and knock on the door that would be really appreciated and just tell him to like to think better of us that's what i wouldn't say yeah uh he's got strawberry blonde short curls uh he looks like an absolute dreamboat <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he likes riding his white horse, Thaddeus. Thaddeus. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just got a really cute smile, actually. And I don't know, he's just got a little bit of stubble. And like, this one girl's getting far too into it. To the point that Atrella's <laughs> given her shifty side looks. Oh, this is the friend describing this. <laughs> yes, yeah, this is the friend. No. Oh, um, <laughs> and uh, Atrella's like, no, no. I do appreciate it, but if you could just leave us alone, because I think I just need to be alone right now, okay? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm going home. I just can't. I just can't deal with it. 
And she sort of stands up and like pushes her way through the crowd and like leaves. And the two friends get up and follow her. Um, uh, the one friend comes back to Enkidu and just slightly touches your hand and says, are you going to be in town long? That's entirely dependent upon you. Oh. <sighs> Shivers. Okay. Shivers. I'll, uh, okay. Uh, okay. And she leaves. <laughs> and Kiru has a massive sigh out and goes, oh my gosh, I thought they were going to go on forever. Bloody hell. <laughs> that was beautiful. <sighs> beautiful, my friend. I must say, you really are a professional. I had my doubts. You know, you've got the charm. I mean, like, I set them up. You just absolutely knocked them out of the freaking park. I mean, wow. Okay, very good. Very nice. And like, uh, Oren, I can appreciate what you were trying to do there. And uh, the guards love a trial. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know what I was trying to do. Oh. What were you trying to do? Humor me. <laughs> trying to get some work. Ah, oh, yeah, touche. We all appreciate that. That's true. That's true. Um, and with that, I will eventually wander over to the bards who are playing at the moment, whip out my loot, and try and, like, jam with them and try and get mm-hmm. old buddies with the guards as well. With, uh, mm. with a Zell in the corner. Um, yeah, so Gwendolyn and Juno have rejoined you just as uh, Gaius is walking off. So Gaius, make a, just make a performance check. I'm assuming you're just wordlessly going over and <laughs> yeah. just, like, playing along. Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Like, um, the song that she's playing, actually, you've you've played before. You actually know the chords and that fairly well. It's, it's in a slightly different key, but, you know, so you just you just adjust your, your lute a little bit. Um, but, it, yeah, it's not long before... <laughs> <laughs> it's not long before uh, like the two of you are playing in sync and like again she doesn't necessarily say anything she's just like getting into it alongside you nice been travelling with him for a few days and I haven't actually heard him play yet it's good to know that he's quite good isn't it yeah he's brilliant it is right. I have yet I have yet to find something about this guy that I don't like I could enlighten you if you like mm. <laughs> you alright Oren yeah, what's fine. wrong no just Looking forward to a night with him. But those girls seem to have left. Did did you scare them off? Uh, no, actually, we had um, quite a fruitful conversation. Isn't that right? And I kind of like firmly tap um, Orange's back and just kind of like rub it and just grit my teeth a bit. Like, yeah, we had an interesting conversation. Yeah. Well, good for you. I think that's what he wants me to say. Orin is breaking my heart. <laughs> I don't suppose you found out any more about the um, the mystery you were all looking into. Well, I, th- I think we've 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 butted up the daughter of the captain of the guard, which oh. can't do any harm. Oh, no, I was just speaking to a few of the guards. Actually, I'm going to have tea with them tomorrow, so that should be nice. Perfect. You're very welcome to join. That coincides with the people we just spoke to. Wow. Um, seems you're not. Totally useless. Excuse me? I think I misjudged you. What did you just say? I said it turns out that you're not completely useless. That your looks were deceiving. Right. Okay. Do you know what, actually? I think it's time for me to return back to the tavern. I hope you all have a very pleasant evening. Good night. And I'm going to just wave my hand offhandedly like, okay, bye. Gwendolyn goes back to the knocking point. She's gone. (sighs) I think June is like, what the, what do I do? But she kind of wants a drink, so she stays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Kidu sees that and like buys buys Juno another drink. Seeing her like make the right choice, <laughs> he, he kind of yeah, yeah. waves the barkeep over, like we're having another mate. Yeah, how long how long do you all stay um, in the Woodman and Wolf before you start heading back? 
I'm staying until um, Gaius has finished, had his fill of playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be yeah. I'll be finished after a gold's worth of booze. So uh, there's probably it's, uh, four mugs of, of ale. Nice. And just to just, I'm I'm not I'm not putting out feelers, but I do want to just like get quite pally with the guards. So for every time I buy a drink, I'll get those guys a drink as well, just like a camaraderie among musician sort of thing so you're saying you're spending three gold altogether or yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what all the game funds baby yes i am yes yeah Yeah, and like uh you you build up a bit of a rapport with them they're they they, they're not talking anything about about their investigations at all Uh, like the, the topic doesn't even come up but they they are chatting about they're quite interested in you like uh what like how where you learn like if you travel around they they clock pretty quickly that you're just a performer there are quite a few questions about your mask how do you respond to those oh just um i'll just tell them what i you know what 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 the case is which is that i am um uh, landed gentry that is uh currently just on a uh, tour away from my father's estate and that i want to see the world and come up with as many adventurous stories as i can um, but uh, I'm going to ask them as uh, not only as fellow musicians, but also as uh, respected members of the community to keep it all in the hush hush because I don't want this to blow out proportion. And like Sally, especially, is like, oh, secrets. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, quite, I quite like secrets. <laughs> but yeah, yeah there's, there's, a, there's a, an agreement. You're not entirely sure how, how well they're going to stick to their word, but they're like, oh, no, yeah, we won't tell no one. We won't tell no one. If I'm just leaving, like. Um my trooper around me and stuff like that i will just like mm. on the sneak just be like you know if i've told you guys a secret and you know it's a very personal secret but uh i can't i can't show you what's under the mess but like maybe you could share me a secret just a little one go on <laughs> make a persuasion check uh eight eight oh eight. sally's like i've got three nipples <laughs> 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 and like Nizel just nudges him he's like no he doesn't all right well you know you have that great time with your third nipple and i'll see you then Anon. Did he just say Anon? <laughs> That's what I said, Anan. 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 N-A-N-O-N. I said the same thing with yours. Yeah, Anan, an- an- lads. Anan. Yeah, Anan. Anan. They've had a couple of drinks themselves. So, you know, the two of them stumble out, just walking down the street, being like, Anan. 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 Uh, Gwendolyn, uh, having headed back to the, the to the knocking point, probably a, an hour or two before the others turn up, you arrive back, and Iris is still stood at the bar. There's one other person sat in the corner, just a little old guy who's just having his bread and stew. Uh, but Iris just sees you come in. He's like, uh, uh, "You've not got the others with you. Uh, your room's all ready, though." Oh, thank you so much. That's lovely. No, uh, the others are are carrying on having a drink I wasn't really enjoying myself so sometimes just a bit a bit alone time that's that's what's best yes yes uh, I, I don't suppose if you could tell me if there's a, a, a pawn shop in um, in Tillisham like somewhere where you know you sell your goods but they hold on to it and get the money I don't know if we've got a pawn shop specific like, but uh, we've got there's a, there's a plenty store a plenty store. Yeah, uh, people buy and sell from there all the time. Gerania Pine, that's her name that runs it. It's mostly just everyday stuff, though. Uh, right, I suppose nothing 
fancy like a, a tiara. Mm. Oh, I don't know about that. No. Although I do books. Sp- she's she's got some books. Oh, books. Books are interesting. I do like books. I, I, I suppose many people pass through there, so perhaps it's somewhere worth checking out. You, you're right, love. You're right. Yeah, I'm just feeling a little bit out of my depth, really. Um, yeah. This is all a bit overwhelming, and especially I, I hoped that you know, it would be quite straightforward to find Dwayne. At least I know he's alive, or at least he was a week ago, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I'm not so sure about these people that I'm with yet. I, I mean, I, I, I know the old gnome lady quite well. She's, she's been a big part of my life, but I suppose the other people I don't particularly know very well. And, I don't know if I'm on the right path or not. I'm not always the best judge of character, but uh, they didn't seem bad all that lot. Mm. I've had much worse come through here. Oh, yes. As he's sort of chatting, he um, gets the, the old, old hold whiskey out again and just pours another little little shot and just slides it over to you. I'll just help you, help you sleep. Thank you. That's, that's very kind. Um, and she necks it and um, oh. <laughs> makes her way upstairs. <laughs> all right. Night in. Thank you so much. Thank you. No worries. No worries. Uh, the rest of you, yeah, like I say, it's a couple of hours before you sort of make your way back to the to the knocking point. A little bit inebriated. And now... I think Juna, Juna is very inebriated. She's a tiny old lady and I think is, like, <laughs> drunk with the lads. I'm carrying Juna on my shoulders. Yeah. And she's, like, she's, like, singing the songs that Gaius had sang earlier. Like, yeah, but I like, can't really remember the words. Like, ah, maskity mask, I wear my beautiful mask while I'm singing in a pub in a strange town where we don't know anyone and we're trying to tell someone that someone else has died. They might or might not know. When someone else sings the lyrics or re- sings the lyrics, I start to realise why people don't say my lyrics are very good. <laughs> <laughs> what's, um, what's everyone's passive perception? 12. 11. 11. 13, but I'll probably be at disadvantage having had a few. Oh, yeah. Orin's, Orin's not drunk very much. Just just saying. All right. It's, it's absolutely fine. Nobody notices as you're all heading back. <laughs> you, don't, you just don't notice. Something. You don't notice what you don't notice. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> but you make your way back to the knocking point, uh, and Iris, he's, he's still awake, uh, even though it's getting late, and he's, he sort of gives you all a nod, and he just says, uh, uh, your, your friend, she's already up in bed. Uh, don't worry about nothing. She's all right, I think. Do you know what, Iris? You are a good guy. You, you are, a, you are a stand-up guy, and I just wish that we could help you find that brewery that you lost. I tell you, if I could just <laughs> get it back for you now, I would. I would just. I'd do anything. You are a superstar. Don't you let anyone else tell you any different. You okay? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You may should find anything. I'll let you stay in for free. How's that? I'll give you all your money back. <laughs> oh, I've never had an offer like that, young man. Oh, that is wonderful. And she's calling me young again. Oh. <laughs> I, I lean over to the bar and I, I extend my hand mm. uh, to shake. And I say, I've known this woman for precisely one day. <laughs> and if there is anything I know about this woman, that she speaks all from the heart, unreservedly, unabashedly. If she says she's going to do something for you, she would do it, friend. And I will help her. And if I was 160 years younger, 
I totally would. <laughs> uh, and with that, Iris, let his hand I, go. Yeah, I was going to say, Iris, like, <laughs> takes your hand in, Kitty, gives it a shake, but gives Gina a bit of a side eye. Just like, oh, no, I'm in a bit rude, but I'm much bigger than you are, my darling. All right? <laughs> size doesn't he's, he's matter. Like, size doesn't matter. He's probably about two I've or three times the size of Gina. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm serious. You, you lot, you find information. You, you figure out what's, what's happened with my stuff. You stay here I for tell free. You, Iris, right? Iris, Iris, take me into that yeah. farm right now. No funny business. I just want to have a little look around. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I wouldn't mind having a little look around. Sure. I mean, you're welcome to. Are you sure you're in the right state for it, though? Anan, anan, Gwendolyn from from upstairs. You can very clearly hear all of this happening down there. Like, <laughs> can imagine you've not really slept, and if you were just on the verge, you've been woken up at least. He, Iris, he gives a bit of a shrug. And he's like, "All right, come on in. Come have a look. Come have a look. Come on." Uh, and he he walks. He opens up a door uh, directly behind the bar, and he, he he walks in. It's a couple of steps down. Uh, uh, are you all following? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a couple of yeah, a couple of little wooden steps down and uh into a it's a it's like a wide barn that is completely empty. There's the, the door that you've come in, another door out you, you can imagine into an alleyway behind the building. There's wooden stairs leading up to a small mezzanine. Uh and everywhere there's there's old stains across the floor, old like watermarks and things, scattered straw, there's grain dust everywhere. Um but apart from that, it is completely empty. Like you can almost mm. see with the staining where there would have been barrels uh, and, and there are still a few shelves, but they've all just been completely emptied. Mm-hmm. I goes, ta-da, this is, this is it. I would like to make an arcana check, please. What on? If, if magic has been used to remove them. So that would have to be like a detect magic spell or an identifier oh, okay. or something. Yeah, arcana is more like <laughs> like facts about like magical history and things like okay. that, magical lore. Uh, but you're more than welcome mm. to make an investigation check of the area. Yeah, can I have a look around and look at the kind of like markings, see if there's markings on the floor where the barrels have been dragged or anything? Or Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. going to assist um, Orin. Orin, make an investigation check. Juna, because you're drunk, make one with disadvantage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, while they're doing this, can I just like lean over to Enkido, Enkido and just be like, so like, what's Orin's deal? Because he's got all these tools and stuff. Like, <laughs> what's the crack with him? I've been trying to quietly figure that out without asking him directly. You know, he doesn't seem... <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> any belches. Um, doesn't seem, you know, the most forthcoming kind of person. I've just been uh, quietly curious. Like, I'm... I, and I'm, I haven't taken my eyes off Orin the whole time when I'm mm. talking to Gaius. Uh, what did you roll, Orin? 14. 14. So, uh, Juna... You just get really, really distracted with one of the <laughs> one of the barrel like spots because it sort of maybe looks a little bit like like two people kissing, like the stains on the floor. And it's like ah. maybe and like and so you just spend a little bit of time in your little drunken state, just moving around from different angles, being like, "Yep, yeah, there's definitely two. There's there's the lips. There's there's them kissing." Um, Orin, on the other hand, you. I found a pawn shop. <laughs> yeah what exactly are you looking for Oren? scratches in the ground so I was, I was trying to see if there's like if there's any obvious sort of signs of how stuff has been moved away mm. like wh- where has it been taken like so you you actually head up the the mezzanine 
uh, up to up the little wooden stairs. And there are like again up there similar like patches of of staining in the ground. But you also notice that like along like around the edges of some of the patches, there's a like an like an oil, uh, it's iridescent, like opaline colored, like milky colored oil almost just a couple of little drops here and there hmm. um would i know what that is can i uh, uh you you can make a, an arcana run alchemical check uh awesome i don't have any alchemical tools on me so i'll make an arcana check if i may mm-hmm. i get to add a d4 but i've still only rolled a 10 a 10 so you, you you touch it a little bit you give it a little taste um it's quite bitter uh there, there is like a slight magical fizzle in it you're not entirely sure what it would be used for, but there, there is something magical, maybe, about this. Huh. Is there enough to sort of scrape and put into a little, like, pot or something? Just keep a little, like, sample of it? Yeah, you can try. Like, you, you, you spend some time travelling around the whole barn, like, scooping up tiny little bits. Um, and, yeah, like, you, you know that these, that especially from, from your background, that there are types of oils that can be used in maybe transportation ah. that kind of thing you're not necessarily sure if this is that but like thinking about like oh like different ways of like moving large things around like there is there is one or two things perhaps that it might be you're not sure okay i'll go i'll go back down to the others and just be like okay i found i found a little bit of uh, something that might be of interest <gasps> did you see two people kissing on the floor as well orin <laughs> yeah yeah there. It's amazing. Going at oh it my up there, goodness. Like, Gaius and Enkidu, are you also making checks? No, I'm just admiring all the beautiful work uh, going forth and uh, <laughs> possibly compiling a lot of adjectives to add to their name in the song. Enkidu is a bit reluctant because um, he's fully aware that he is pretty drunk and he knows yeah. that it'll be a bit useless. So he's he's just watching Orin work. He's quite curious about his abilities. Okay, okay. Um, in which case, back downstairs, Orin. You're welcome to make another investigation check. Yeah, I'll have another look around. Okay. Oh, hello. 23. 23. Oh, okay. Uh, back downstairs then. Um, especially where June is like pointing at the ground, being like, there's people kissing. Um, you... Okay, I'll have a look there. Go on then. You uh, notice just the slightest part of like a muddy footprint, just from near where she's stood. The feet are just a little bit bigger than Juna, so you can discount her. But you follow it back toward the door that leads out to the alleyway, especially with the 23. You open the door and something very confusing... So that's what you can see. It's it's a slightly muddy alleyway, and you can very clearly see three distinct human-sized footprints coming in from from the alleyway outside. But inside, the, you follow the trail inside the build uh, inside the barn, and then the three footprints again reach the door going out. But then there are no footprints outside leading away. Huh. Mm. All right. So looks like. Three people came here, did something, and then they've just they've just disappeared into thin air. Perhaps the the thieves could fly. Yeah. What's that you found? Oh, we uh, found some footprints, muddy ones. Perhaps thieves could either I don't know somehow teleport or quickly step away using magic or even fly. 
You think it was magic? Well, yeah. I mean, we don't have any leads right now, do we? I was sort of maybe thinking it was magic, but I didn't want to. Magic, 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 and magic <laughs> in the barn. There's been some magic in the barn. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like when there's like a brewery, like just like vanish out of thin air, like that's. I mean, I say that sentence. You think magic? I think what else are you gonna do? Precisely. I mean, uh, yeah, but there's hardly anyone magic Randy here. Hang on, Gwendolyn's smart. Gwendolyn! Gwendolyn! <laughs> She's probably asleep. <laughs> ah. It's probably best to leave her out of this. Gwendolyn, you very so clearly that. hear that from upstairs. Hang on, I'm mm. going to do an impression of my friend Adrian. Hang on. Gwendolyn! It's an impression of my brother. I think Tuna joins in. Gwendolyn! <sighs> is, is there a window in the room? <laughs> yes, there is, there is. Um, and from your window, it does look outside. So um, in like down into the alley, and you can actually see uh, the door open with the light from the barn sort of spilling out. I open it um, rather sleepily. Can you please keep your noise down? I am trying to sleep. Sorry, we're just investigating. <laughs> You're investigating? Yeah, that's what I said, dollface. Wow. Right. <laughs> I, I think perhaps you've all had quite a bit to drink. Perhaps you could just keep the noise down for now and we'll have a proper discussion in the morning, yeah, perhaps? We'll, we'll try and investigate quietly, sorry. That would be good, good, great. Thanks. <laughs> she shuts the window goes back to bed. <laughs> My laugh is as Juna as well as as Vicky. That's <laughs> 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 very funny. Yeah. And Kiri was just quiet the whole time, just watching <laughs> Gwendolyn. Just yeah, no, Iris gives a shrug. He's like, well, it's probably the witch out in the woods then. Oh. I ain't never seen this brewery again if it's her. The witch in the woods? Well, hang on. That's 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 quite the leap there. Why didn't you lead with that earlier? Who's the witch in the woods? Hang on, Miss Stepthorn. Please, wait a second. But, I, I mean, like like I say, there's, there's really only two people that could do magic, right? Randy, it's a witch in the woods, and nobody messes with her because she's scary as anything. Could you tell us more about her? Yeah, basically, she's a witch, and uh, she lives in the woods, and... <laughs> She turns people into into frogs if you get too close. And uh, what? There's a witch in know, the woods who turns people into pretty frogs. Pretty sure she eats babies, you know that kind of thing. Do you know, do you, uh, okay. What's the other? Terrifying. The other person. You said there was two people who could do magic. Yeah. Well, the other is uh, is the lady of the town, Lady Vondell. She's got. She does some magic, but why would she steal my brewery? That don't make sense. Lady Vondell. She got like a good-looking, like curly hairs. <laughs> Curly hedge, probably blonde, like son. Yeah, she got a couple of couple of sons. Yeah, uh, Trimpton, Oscan, Trent, Vondell. They're, they're, they're all right, kids. They're, they're not so bad, those boys. Iris, we have a date with uh, Lady Vondell as early as tomorrow. We could inquire. Do you have a date with Lady Vondell? Well, figuratively speaking, Miss Stepthorn, but we are popular you know. in this town. Now, don't, 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 don't be accusing the lady of nothing. With, oh no, nothing. we are going to be speaking to her on a completely separate matter. But if the opportunity arises, we will ask. Not, we'll keep your name out of it, of course. You know, we'll be quite savvy. But uh, you know, this is relative to what we're already seeking, so it will be no trouble at all to investigate this over there. All right, she's a very nice lady. She takes care of this town. No, don't, don't be. It's not her that we have a vested interest in anyway. I, I promise you we'll be on our best 
behavior. And I kind of give a knowing look to Gaius, tip my head back in a nod, like, yeah, you know. I do an exaggerated <laughs> nod as well. <laughs> yeah. And then I do, but I'm not sure what I'm nodding at. I'm just nodding because everyone else is nodding. Yeah. Iris, can I ask this witch in the woods? Yeah. Would you say she has, like, copper hair or how would you describe her? I don't know. I've never seen her. Stories go, though, that she sort of looks like she's made of the trees and the and moss and she, like, wears mud all over her and... Like she crawls out of the rivers, like she's gonna drag you in and drown you. It's she's not that nice. No, that doesn't sound very nice. I'm gonna be honest. I'm pretty sure she's real. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> where and where would if if we was to go looking for this witch, where might we find her other than Bar River? I think we might find her in the woods, Oren. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know. She's she's out there in the Lockhart Wood, but I. In the Lockhart yeah. Wait, I wouldn't. Well, I would not, not suggest going to find her. Does she have a wife and a puppy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my fault. <laughs> I don't know about that, no. Maybe we should have wise voices when we're, like, in the morning and stuff. That shaking of the head started to hurt my head. Wise wise words and wise voices will prevail in the morning. I think, I think your friend's got a point there. I've seen drunk people wander off looking for whoever in the woods before. That's never a good idea. You you will go sleep. I'll have breakfast ready at sunrise. Uh, maybe a bit later for you lot. If you want to go looking in the woods for a witch, that is on you. But I would not suggest it. I feel like I could get on with this witch. I think she sounds pretty cool. Is this witch called Blair, by the way? Because I got a great project in mind. <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> No. As far as we know, she's called Rowana Witten. Well, she has a name, she has a past, and she was a civilian. How long these stories been bubbling around you? Oh, hundreds of years. I don't know. My, my, my dad told me, his dad told him. She's very old. Oh. Yeah, but she looks very young. Oh, does she know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some kids went looking for her once uh, a few years ago. And they never returned. No, it's not. It's not true. They uh, they just came back there, but I think they were scared by some shadows or something. Well, uh, Iris, it's been one heck of a night. I, yeah. I'm going to retire. I think that's. I think that's fair. All of you. Uh, yeah. Fa- thanks for looking. Anyway. Do you mind, Iris, if I just spend ten minutes in here just before I head up to bed? You do what you want. There's nothing worth stealing in here anymore. No, that's that's certainly true. Yeah. Okay. Good night, Oren. Well, I'll, I'll see you upstairs in a minute. Yeah, I'll see you in upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. snore. Great. <laughs> Much. Now walk. <laughs> so yeah, the others leave, and Iris leaves you to your your own business, Oren. What are you What are you doing? So I, I'd like to um I'd like to pull down the goggles that I'm wearing on my head mm-hmm. um, and spend 10 minutes fiddling them with, with them with my uh, with my various tools and set them for magical detection <gasps> if I may mm. yeah. um, and have a look around the barn and just see if anything magical uh, springs up in their in their view as I as I look around wearing my goggles. Actually, with with everyone out of the That's way as well, you can very quickly see all of the spots of oil that you've completely yes. missed, and there is a lot of it. Actually, it's oh. it's almost everywhere. Um, 
and it's all it's all pinging up it, it, with the I get to school of magic if if it has one yeah 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 um so it's all uh, transmutation all of the oil is all transmutation the other thing that you notice is that the doorway looks like it's had some magical like the doorway out into the alleyway has had some magical effect put on it briefly like there's just the the, the like after effect of it and that would be um conjuration around the door uh, and like you, you step outside uh, to like look in and the same thing is not on the outside of the the door frame just on the inside mm, interesting so i have a good look around put, put my goggles back sort of look up at the pub and have a look around the barn and see if there looks anywhere that I could sleep in the barn. <laughs> yeah, the, the mezzanine is completely empty, so you just you, you you get up there, you get your bed roll out, you just set up set up shop oh there instead. <laughs> yeah, he, he's going to tuck himself as much into a corner oh. as he can, oh my somewhere God, where he can buddy. see the door. He's going to shut the door, obviously, before he goes up there. Mm-hmm. Somewhere where he can see the door. And just tuck himself as much in the corner as he can, and yeah, settle down for the night there. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, with that, we'll take a little break. Oh hey, it's me, Grace. Whilst our characters sleep off their drunken escapades, I'm here to remind you that we are on social media, a place where you can engage with us through the magic of the internet. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at No Small Roles, and you can find our Facebook page by searching No Small Roles. Roles spelt R-O-L-L-S, as in roll your stocking down and all that jazz. A massive thank you to all of you out there who are already following us, liking our posts and recommending us. We absolutely love getting to hear from you, so please do continue to tag us and let us know what you think of the podcast. We are thrilled to announce that we have commissioned the incredibly talented Sophia Murphy to create our official character art. We saw the rough sketches the other day and they are already amazing, so please do go check out her work. She's on Instagram at Sophia underscore comic art, and I believe she is open for commissions. No Small Roles will be releasing new episodes every Sunday. So episode four will be released on the 16th of August, 2020. Make sure you subscribe to us on your favourite podcasting app so you can be the first to find out what happens next. And if you like what you've heard so far, please do leave us a positive review and rating on iTunes. It's a really great way of getting more people to hear about the podcast. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the knocking point. So, the next morning, after a fairly good night's sleep for most of you, you wake up, the sun is... I was going to say shining bright, but there's quite a lot of cloud, actually. It's out there, it's warm enough <laughs> uh, for a spring especially. It's, it's quite a comfortable heat coming in. Um, the smell of, of, of cooking bacon and mushrooms and bread uh, is wafting through the entire, the entire Knocking Point Tavern. And one by one, you all make your way down into the, into the tap room. And Iris is there. He doesn't look like he slept much, but he's he's used to it. He's like, morning, morning, everyone. Put some food out. And he's just like, morning, Iris. Laid it out on one of the tables. So like, uh, just help yourself. Do you need anything else? You are my hero. Uh, do you want you want any water with that? I wouldn't offer a whiskey. Please. 
lots and lots of water. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. And he just like he fills up a big old jug, comes over, puts it on the table, puts out some glasses for you. Oh, me Ed. Morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rubbing uh, Juno's, uh, giving her like a slight massage on her shoulder. Gwendolyn's looking a lot better put together, having had a <laughs> decent night's sleep. <laughs> She's looking neat and tidy and she's kind of done her best to really look presentable. (laughs) And she is just looking at them all with a kind of superior disapproval. Iris, have you got any coffee? Ah, it's it's a bit posh for us, love. Oh, very sorry. (laughs) I've got got a couple of tea bags. I'll have a tea. Have a tea. I'll I'll go go get a pot boiling. Thank you. Tea bags have just blown my mind in the (laughs) D&D (laughs) sense. I know, right? What are these things? They're not (laughs) even. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Only in a British D&D podcast. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Tea is very important. Everyone's got their tea. Very tea. None of that leaf nonsense. As long as there's some milk, we're not having just lime with it or lemon with it or anything. Gwendolyn, I... I have to uh, I have to apologize very quickly. Um, last night we were a little bit too loud in our investigation, and uh, I said uh, I, I called you um, uh, dollface, and I greatly apologize for that. That was very unfair of me to say. You have a beautiful face, but it does not need to be referred to as a doll face. Thank you very much, Gaius. That's very kind of you to um, apologize, and very big of you to accept your mistake. So I'm. Um... Thank you. No problem. How did your investigations go? What did you discover? All I remember is two people kissing and a nun. Yeah, I think Juna got a little distracted. Maybe like a nun kissing or something? I don't know. It's yeah. all I can remember. I, I don't I don't know about any nuns kissing or nothing like that, but what we did find is uh, we, we found some evidence of some magic in there. Looks like looks like whoever has uh, has got rid of that that brewery equipment hasn't done it through brute force alone. They've uh, they've had some arcane assistance. <gasps> You're quite the detective, Oren. Thanks. Yeah. Hi. Where did you uh, sleep, by the way? We, we we didn't see you come up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just I I kept somewhere else. Is right. Ikidi just looks between the two of them and just oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not one to judge. Like, fair play. Yeah, it's alright. Didn't want to, didn't want to disturb you after I'd had another look around. You are notoriously loud. To be fair. <laughs> oh, I got him to laugh. Thank God, that's my day done. Boom. And <laughs> <laughs> Kidu, um, as as stealthily as he can, slips a gold piece to um, to Oren. Mm. For me to notice. Make, um, make a slight yeah, for me to notice. Oh, here we go. Here we go, baby. Here we go, baby. That is terrible. That's a nine. That's a nine. Yeah, I noticed. It's 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 notice, noticeable yeah, it's enough that, like, you slide it across, you take your hand back, everyone mm. sees a gold piece on the table, or in maybe picks it up. Enkidu, I think, I think you've dropped some money, sweetheart, on the table. I throw my hands on the ass. No, I'm just <laughs> compensating Orin for something. And I kind of just like narrow my eyes at him threateningly, just like say nothing and accept it. <laughs> okay, well, seeing seeing that look, I will just, I will take it and just <laughs> pop it in a pouch. <laughs> Has anybody got any plans for what to do today? I feel like I've got several things myself, but um... we've got to go and see a doctor, haven't we? And key doing yeah. Orin, we've got to go see this doctor yes. lady. We've got to go and just deliver a message to uh, to someone. 
But why don't we uh, go to see Lady Vondel together? Yeah. Who's Lady Vondel? Do you not remember from last night? I remember a nun and people kissing. That's all I remember. Right. Right. Oh, uh, goodness. Oh, no. I definitely flirted with the barman. Iris, at that point, comes over <laughs> with like a, 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 a few mugs and like a, another little pot of tea and he goes, uh, yes, you did there. Yep. <laughs> and he just turns and walks away. <laughs> Juno looks like at the table, like boring a hole in it, like, oh my god. Gwendolyn can't help but smile a little bit at the (laughs) idea of Juno having a flirt with Iris. Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, so we got quite a few leads. We've got the um, the ladies go see. Tell her her son's a not very nice person. So we go see the lady, we go see the doctor, and then we get a, a suss out from there. There's also this lead about this witch in the woods which we might know a little bit about as well, uh, Gwendolyn. I would like to find the witch. Yeah. I'd just sort of look over Enkidu and, and Juna and just sort of be like, I've, I've still just got a feeling we might have already had a run-in with her. Well, leaving supposition aside, should we have an order in which to investigate? Because it sounds like we all want to look at the same things. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I would quite like to visit um th- there's a shop somewhat like a pawn shop here that i would like to go and and inquire about if Dwayne has gone through there iris yeah do you recall you were talk- telling me about that store last night oh the, uh, yeah the plenty store yeah the plenty store yes uh where is it that i where it is where is it <laughs> that's how i say the word <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in uh, on servelt square next to the assembly hall perfect so we start at the square Mm-hmm. You go to the chemist, I go to the plenty store. and, and... Yeah, I'll go with you, Gwendolyn. Yeah, so you all head out to, uh, after you've finished breakfast, of course, and you've had your tea. Mm. And our tea, <laughs> yeah, very I mean, you can't, I mean, why Important. would you be heading out without tea? Yeah, you head out and uh, probably about sort of 10 o'clock in the morning by this point. It's bustling quite a lot, actually. There is uh, sort of the end of a farmer's market going on. Everyone's packing up stuff, sort of a few stalls selling loads of stuff about the place. Around the edge of the the town, uh, of the the square, are loads of shops, which especially now in daylight you can see a little bit better. There's there's your blacksmith, there's a a cobbler, a bakery, uh, a carpenter. And yeah, at one end of the the, the square is, is a large town hall and next to it, Almost as if it's trying to compete is the uh, the Plenty store. Asking around a little bit for Dr. Hardison Hograd's office, uh, you're actually directed a little bit off the square. So you, you split up. Those of you heading to Dr. Hograd's, when you reach there, it's quite a nice little building, uh, a couple of floors, but the curtains are closed and the door isn't open. In fact, there's a little sign that says, it says closed, just hanging in the doorway. Yeah. Does it look like it's just closed today, or does it look like closed? Yeah. Make uh, an investigation check. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. So you um you walk around a little bit just to see if there are any windows that aren't covered in curtains, and there is one that the curtains aren't f- as fully drawn. Peeking inside, what you can see is just um like sort of round toward the back of the building a little bit more. It seems to be almost like a surgery inside. At least the room that you can see. But it looks like all of the drawers have been completely turned out in there. So, like, whilst the table, in the, there's a table in the centre of the room, like, that's, mm. that's fine. All around the edge, just about, you can see, like, every single drawer and little cupboard has, has been opened and, like, hastily shut again. Is the front door locked? Yes. Is there a back door or anything that we saw on the yeah. way around? Yep, yep. There's one uh, that leads directly into the surgery. 
Let's try and see if we can make a way inside without being too forceful. This looks alarming. Oh, I agree. I think if we're going to let ourselves in, I suggest we use the less obvious door. And between the two of us, we've got thieves' doors. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to make a like a thieves' tools check to try and pick the lock. Who's who's doing it? I'll go first, but you're probably go going to be better at doing it. Um, what modifier? Oh gosh, what modifier? So it's adding your proficiency. And Dex. Uh, yeah, and Dex. That's a nine. A nine. No, you do. You do try and sort of. Sort of jimmy jimmy your little lock pick tools in and like twist it mm. um it almost feels as if someone's like left the key in on the other side so it's just making it a little bit trickier for you to do can i between me and the door can i cast mage hand so it's on the other side of the door yeah i think it's somewhere that you can see isn't it yeah yeah so. it's like 30 Ooh. feet yeah yeah, yeah. Handy. Yes. i'll allow that so i'm gonna cast mage hand with my clawed fingernail <laughs> try and see if i can twiddle whatever's in the lock that's blocking my entry yeah absolutely so like you try and angle your view just so you've got a slight better view of like the edge of the door uh through one of the little windows you, you get your little your gradient hand with this little frill on just like hooking into the end of a key that's you can just about get a glimpse of like turn it and orin who stood at the door you just hear a little click and huh, it unlocks i open the door mm. Uh, so yeah, you step into, for all intents and purposes, a surgery. Okay. Orin very quickly notices that part of it is almost established as a like an alchemical workshop. There's a few vials and Ooh, things okay. set up as well um, in mm. one corner. And there's a doorway leading off into other areas of the building, which if you like, sort of poke your head through, it leads into uh, a little corridor, really short, that on one side there's a like almost like a little consultation office. On the other side, it's got a shop front. Uh, and then some stairs upstairs, which you assume goes to some sort of living quarters. Everything, though, is empty. Like, every shelf, oh. every cupboard. It's as if someone has come through and just raided the whole place and taken everything. Or at least everything that looks useful. Mm. I'm not sure Can we're delivering a... this letter today somehow. No, I don't I don't think uh, they're in, are they? No. I have a very bad feeling about this. Can I have a look at the alchemical stuff and see if I can figure out what Dr. Hograd was up to? Yeah, make a yeah. make an intelligence check. Can I assist him? Yes, you can. I'm still, curi- I'm still very curious about our interview. Give you, give you advantage, just, Orange. Just plain intelligence? Um, unless you've got uh, alchemical tools proficiency. I do. In which case, you, you can add that as well. Uh, 17. 17, yeah. Essentially from like uh, the little bits of spilt powders and like... Uh, uh, drops of of alchemicalness, descriptive <laughs> words. Um, you you get the sense that like it's it was all to do with healing. Everything that she was preparing in, in oh. this like so it's those of like potions of healing and burn salves and those kinds of things. That yeah, this was this is the station that she was working on to to prepare those things to sell to other people to give to her to to anyone that needs it. Um, even like the little shelving units around are almost specifically designed to hold little little pots of ingredients but they're all they're all empty beyond like some spillage on the table uh it's clearly that someone has come through and taken this right okay um is there any piece is there any like paper with her writing on as a very left field suspicious question uh yeah you can go check in the office and uh it's fairly easy to find actually there are there are a few like notebooks and like uh like people that she was seeing about certain things 
sort of notes for her own records. They're all her, the same handwriting, so you assume that it's, it's Dr. Doctor Hograd's. I might rip out a page and just sling it in my pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you pull out one page. Um, it seems to talk about somebody with gallows cough. Is it? Can I look for, like, blood? Any, any sign, signs of violence? Yeah, absolutely. Um, make, a, make an investigation check. That's a five minus a one. <laughs> no the place is in such a such a well it's weird it's, it's not almost like it's not even in in a in a mess it's just everything has been stolen uh is the impression that you get like it's not mm. even it's not even you don't even get the impression that it was like she's hastily packed stuff up to go like it's been cleared out there's no way that one person could take all of like you keep finding empty cu- mm. empty cupboard after empty cupboard all the shelves are just completely stripped so June is going to sort of turn and be like, okay, and sort of walk back towards the way they came in to go back to the square to talk to someone. Oren and Kidu, you... But just walks off. going to follow or are you going to stay there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to, if I can, before you go, go, can you give me 10 minutes before you alert anyone to the fact we're in here? I can give you 10 minutes. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Sorry, I, t- I took my tea away in this lovely in-world takeaway cup, so I'll just have a little rest outside and finish my cup of tea. All right, I just hope that's made of recyclable materials. That's it all. absolutely um. is. I trust Iris. <laughs> it's like some little, little bamboo cup, these. Uh, yeah. Bamboo <laughs> cup, <heat> cup. <laughs> If if I've if I've got ten minutes, I'm gonna tune up my goggles of mm-hmm. magical detection again, if I may. Go CSI on this. Obviously, the alchemical components ping off a little bit, but interestingly, there is not the there's not a lot else magical. I say a lot else. There is nothing else magical in in the building. There's no sign of the oil, if that's what you're looking for. There's yeah, no sign of that same thing around the doorways either yeah i was gonna say uh, check check the front door check the back door yeah no okay and did we go upstairs anything upstairs that you have quick seems of interest no, quick upstairs um essentially it's just uh, a living space so there's a there's a little there's a little bed there's a sort of clothes interesting a lot of her clothes are gone as well not all of them but most of them are missing the the only thing really that's left upstairs are, are the more personal items like like a diary and sort of a, an old sketch of, of her with her family. Sort of Can like have a quick look in the diary? Yeah. Just see if there's anything noticeable written in there um, in the last yeah, few entries. Yeah, make an make a investigation check again. See if anything stands out to you. Ooh, 22. 22. It's, uh, it's interesting. There's, there's nothing that necessarily stands out. There is some discussion of worries of, of, of the gallows cough perhaps spreading someone else but she thinks she's you know she thinks she's got it under control these are like they're similar to the records that are downstairs but just more like personal so she's like oh i'm a little bit worried about about what's his face's broken leg like i don't think it's going to heal as well as i was hoping the only thing really that sort of pings out is the name vondell because you've obviously got like a recognition to it and it's it's not actually in one of the the later entries is like as you skip back and like this diary is fairly fairly extensive like possibly about a year beforehand the name Vondell comes up uh, it just says there's a lot of building work going on over at the Vondell Manor but then like every every couple of entries like it just keeps mentioning like Ugh, the building work's still going on and I just think that it looks like a ruined mess uh, and then even a few months later it's 
closer to present day, she's like, I still can't get over there. I went and built that. It's just a broken tower. Ridiculous. <laughs> just a broken tower? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's, who's seen this diary then? Uh, Orin's looking through it. And Kidu, you can go up there as well and look over his shoulder if, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, fancy. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll tell Enkidu what I'm reading as I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. Listen, do you think we should we should probably just leave for now? Just as we planned, not do anything different. What, and not go looking for what Dr. Hograd? I mean, we don't owe her anything. We don't know her. I mean, we showed up here willing to tell her what had happened to the poor fellow that we saw earlier, but she's not here. And we have nothing, no real clues to go looking for her. Coincidentally, Vondel shows up in her diary, but then who doesn't know her? She's a noble of this town, and we're going to see her anyway. Maybe things will realign and we'll find some kind of lead. But for now, let's not... Well, I don't want to speak for you, but I don't want to stretch myself out too thin. Yeah, no, fair enough. I hear you. I, I reckon we just we just keep our ear to the ground where we're up at, if we're going to the Vondells anyway. We just have a look, see what's going on up there anyway. We just keep our eyes open, yeah? Yeah, that's precisely what I wished I right. said better. So, over on, uh, over on the other side of town... Gaius and Gwendolyn, you head over to the, the, the Plenty store. <laughs> the first impression that you get that this is almost like some jumble sale put inside uh, a hall. Nothing seems to match what it's next to. You've got bits of rope next to pots and pans, next to books, next to just boxes. There's yarn, there's bits of spices, cured meat. It's ridiculous. And it's all just like shoved up and stacked where wherever it can. Some very narrow shelving in the middle, and at a desk right near the door, little old human, olive olive skin. She's noticeably short, sat on a little chair, wrinkled, weathered, probably sort of mid sixties. She's got massive spectacles on her face. She's like, hello, <laughs> hello. Um, what a breathtaking establishment you have here. I've never oh, quite seen anything like it. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's nice. You're looking for something particular, darling? Oh, well, something... I'm looking for someone, actually. Um, I don't suppose you've had any dealings with a Dwayne Fabulosa. He's a rather well-known bard. I don't know. Who's... I don't know that. What's it look like? A tall, elven fellow. Um, Very charming, uh, beautiful smile. Beautiful oh, eyes. As it well. sounds lovely. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I've not, I've not seen, I've not seen anyone with blue hair come through here. No, no. I, I, do you deal in anything like family heirlooms and perhaps um, giving money for them? Oh, I buy and sell anything. You got something to sell? Uh, perhaps I will do. Actually, I am uh, a little. Uh, light in the purse so perhaps i i will oh, come back and i don't mind whatever it is you got someone will want it elsewhere so i don't mind taking nothing off your hands look my dear do you know anything about a tiara tiara i've got so, i've got some jewelry boxes you want some you want some jewelry yeah we want to see your jewelry we want to see all your jewelry we want to see your tiaras especially nice your mask i think i got some we're busy people hurry up <laughs> she sort of like hops down from her chair She's like, all right, yeah, I'll yeah. Take my, don't worry, I'll come over here, come around, come up, can you come in? We are very busy assorted lords and ladies. I will expect nothing but your finest, and I want to know all oh, your dealings yeah. from the last two weeks of anybody who's been interested in Tiara. And I'll just whisper to... Um, she sort of leans around Gaius and is like, oh, he's very forceful, isn't he? Yes, 
yes, very, very direct, very, um, very direct. Thank yeah. you, guys. I've heard of this thing. I'll just whisper to Gwen there. Like, I've heard of this thing where it's like good guard, bad guard. <laughs> and you were being really lovely, so I just I thought like you had already assumed that role. So I thought, okay, I'll play the other oh, role. Right. This little old lady. She see she wanders off. She's like she was. She comes back a little while later, and it is it's like a tiny little jewelry box that she comes back with. She's like, I got something. I don't know if it's gonna. It's not a tiara. But she opens it up, it's just like some fairly straightforward little like bracelets and like little earrings and, and, and the fake pearl necklaces. But you can quite tell quite easily that they're not they're not really pearl painted bits of stone. I've got some. Is this what you want in for the nice lady? Is it? it? It's good. It's good to know that you that you have these things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. do you see a lot of people come through here? Some quite a lot of people. Yeah. A friend of mine not come in though today. He normally comes in every day, but he's not coming. Oh, who's that? Yeah, Cor- Chorus. You know Chorus? Uh, no, I'm afraid we're new to town. Who, uh, what can you tell us about Chorus? Oh, he's lovely. Oh, he's lovely. He's Chorus. He's one of them farmers. He, is, he comes in every day, he, uh, even when he's ill. But do worry for him. I worry because he's all alone out there on his farm. So it's quite unusual for him not to come in and see you today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is this farm near the uh the, the forest, perhaps? Oh no, no, that's all out west. He's out east, so he's he's away from all the Have you so you've had no one come in. We're very busy now. We've have you've had no one come in and ask or buy or purchase a tiara? No tiaras, darling, no. Oh, okay. Sorry. Do you see many half elves in here? Who know sh- short half-elves, hair, yeah, amber skin. Not amber skin. We got we got a couple of more like walnutty like in the uh, in town. Oh right. Well, that that's been super useful. As we said, we are very busy and important. We have many things to do. So if you don't know anything about the tiara, then we'll we'll have to move on. I'm afraid. But thank you, Miss Pine, for your time. Oh no, that's no, that's no worries at all. You, if you need anything, you can come and have a look, though. All right. Thank you. If you see chorus, you let him know that I was worried. Absolutely, we certainly will. All right. We are too busy for that. Let us go. Okay. Yes, we're too busy for that. We're going. Oh well, I mean, young people, you do rush around. <laughs> Enjoy the sunshine. Bye. Oh yes, I, th- I think that's a rather good skill that you have, guy. I, I really should try and learn something like that. It, it worked to, to a certain extent. We really squeezed as much information out of her as possible, uh, but ugh, did not lead to your husband. So, As you're uh, having this conversation, fairly close as you're sort of stood outside the, the plenty store uh, on the edge of the square, fairly close near you comes uh, a young 18-year-old looking boy, fawnish skin, strawberry blonde curls, on, a, on the back oh. of a white horse oh. and he's trotting along and he catches sight of of Gwendolyn and he just suddenly like trots over <laughs> you're new in town <laughs> why yes I am nice to meet you my name is Gwendolyn and yours hi I'm Trimped Vondel oh Trimped Vondel yeah I've heard of the Vondels. Oh yeah, Gwendolyn. Is there a is there a surname to that beautiful first one? <laughs> um. Well, uh, yes, it's Fabulosa. Oh, like like the Bard. Yes, yes. Have you heard of him? <gasps> well, oh my gosh. Yeah, he passed through a wait, is a stepsister. 
Uh, well, um, wife, to be, oh. really. Um, oh, he didn't seem the sort to be married. Uh, yeah. How do you... Hello, hello there, hi. How do you know this, uh, this the, how do you know uh, Mr. Fabulosa? He jumps down off of his horse and he <laughs> strolls over. No speed at all about it. Ties his horse next to a little little hitching post near you. Wow, his hair is flawless. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he brushes it out of his face a little bit. He's like, uh, yeah, we uh, we interviewed uh, Dwight, Dwight, was it? Uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, Dwayne Fabulosa. Yeah, we interviewed him uh, for a permanent position up at the manor, but oh. just didn't really match our, our our vibe, you know. Oh. But uh, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Gwen, can I call you Gwen? Um, it, she looks really awkward and doesn't quite know what to do because he's really handsome. Um, uh, yes, of course. Yes, so, yes, you may. Uh, I don't. This might be a bit forward, but I'm feeling. A much more suitable vibe coming from you. <laughs> suitable. That word really jars with her. Oh. <laughs> it's on. It's on. You just, you just seem you just seem more on my level. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think everybody would be on your level, surely. I don't know what you mean, really. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry, but um, she is. Uh, uh, I can re- I can read the subtext going on beneath those uh, beautiful eyelashes of yours, and um, <laughs> she is a married lady, and or soon to be, or so mm-hmm. on, and and she is like uh, out of bounds, so to say. What what's the gib, guy? What's the gib? I just thought I'd show my appreciation. I didn't mean any offence, my dear lady. No, of co- at all. Of course, of course, no. I I. Uh... I purely don't understand how you would think that I was more suitable than Dwayne, when Dwayne is quite clearly one of the most wonderful human beings. Well, not humans, oh, I, <laughs> elves. I, I don't mean for entertainment. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so do you know where Dwayne went? I couldn't say, unfortunately. Uh, and, and truly, truly, if if I knew how to, to ease this burden that you're feeling... Uh, I, I would do everything in my power to do so, but he spent uh, an evening performing for us in the house and and then mother broke the news to him and, and he just went on his way and and I never saw him again, so... Oh. Sorry, you say your mother broke the news to him about that, what? That, he, that we wouldn't be taking him on. It's it's quite strange that he's auditioning for jobs when he told me he came to do something different. But maybe he just wants to n- make sure he can provide for me and um, give me the life I'm accustomed to. Yeah. What, what kind of life is that? Well, um... You do seem... I, you do seem... I really don't mean to be so forward here, but... You do seem slightly more educated than he was. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm struggling to um, be polite right now, because I think you're being extremely... Extremely rude about my beloved. If you would kindly um, refrain from speaking about him in such a way, I would appreciate that greatly. But I'm a very busy and important person, and um, I have things to do. And she like winks at Gaius. Hell yeah. Uh, and I believe that we have to go speak to your mother. So if you would like to know more about me, then you will have to take me to your mother. And furthermore, may I just say that you are a very rude young man to other ladies of this fair town, other ladies 
who are far of a higher standard than I can see before me. Good day, sir. I love that. I love that. <laughs> that Gwendolyn was like, take me to your mother. And you're like, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Just perfect. Joe, he sort of touches his hand to his heart. He, well, he's, put, he's putting on a show of, of, of sincerity. He sort of, he bows his head. And he says, I, I do not mean to offend in any way. And of course I will. I, I didn't mean to, to insult your husband. He, he was a fine performer. He was. Thank truly. you. He is. But of course, I am afraid I just don't know where he's gone. If if I could possibly make it up to you, uh, uh, well, you're you're welcome to dinner at the house. May I and my companions all come to dinner? Companions. My entourage. You obviously have noticed that I am a lady of quite some noble standing, and it would be quite ridiculous for me to come to dinner without my entourage as i'm sure you would understand if you are a man of, of noble course. birth yourself yes understandably i mean i wouldn't <laughs> I, I wouldn't wish anything any any untoward behaviors to be uh, threatened even that would be awful well you can expect me and my entourage for dinner this evening good day to you sir oh, oh this evening Oh, when did you want to do dinner? I'm sorry, I, I should have I should have realised asked you exactly when you wanted. No, no, no. I just I I just I, I thought I, I I perhaps lunch a lunch would work as well. Perhaps a luncheon tomorrow. A, a luncheon tomorrow. What yes. what's problem with this evening? Well, I just I wouldn't want to to burden the cook with. Oh, oh yes. You know, no, give her time to prepare. That's only fair that's for the for the staff. That's completely understand. Yeah, yes, yes. Well, then luncheon tomorrow. With my entourage. And how many How many will we be feeding? There will be five of us in total. I hope that's five okay. Five of you. Of course, of course. And once again, I, I, I profusely apologise for, for, for any insult I may have had uh, inflicted upon you. It's, uh, it, was, it was just quite a pleasure to see you from across the square. You are welcome for the pleasure my visage has given your eyes. Uh, yes, I can say that I am very welcome yes. to Yes. And also, <laughs> my personal bard here... We'll play for you and you will pay him, yes? <laughs> I'm sure that can be arranged, yes. Um, would you be interested in an auditioning? Yes, I'm so sorry for my harsh words before. I was clearly looking at... I was thinking about <laughs> no, something. No, no, not at all. Totally wrong. <laughs> it was, I got You're mistaken identity. Very dedicated, very dedicated to your lady here. And, and completely understandable. Who wouldn't be dedicated to those eyes? Oh, yeah, well, sure, she's, yeah, yeah, those eyes, eh? <laughs> but no, yes, most definitely, I think uh, uh, an audition would be would be preferable. And um, furthermore, uh, yes, and acute. I look at Gwendolyn. Help? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, well, you, you, heard, you heard my bard, so good day. She's run out of words okay. completely. She doesn't uh, know what to say I look forward to seeing you, you all uh, tomorrow, and I'll make sure Mother's there for the... Uh, for the performance. He gives a very low scraping bow. Like sort of just looks at you directly in the eye, Gwendolyn. And just gives a cheeky devilish smile. And then returns to his horse. Swings one leg over. Jumps straight the way on. Hardly any issue at all. And just trots away. Juno, this is about when you uh, catch up with the others. Can I, Is there anyone else on the square for me to quiz? Oh yeah, there's loads of people around. Can I grab someone on the way? Yeah. <laughs> just um, so probably person. on the route over there's the cobbler. So a young... Yeah, I'll accost a cobbler. Accost a cobbler. Um, a young, uh, sort of mid-thirties woman, mousy blonde ponytail. As you walk over, like, there is just a strong smell of leather from her entire little shop. Like, even though she's got the windows wide open, like, she's sat out the front of it, like, working away on her little on a little stool. But as she walks over, she's like, You're right. 
Can I help you with anything? Actually, it's funny that you ask because I, I just well, I've got a bit of a, a bit of a query. Yeah, about your shoes. I don't they look alright. No, I'll be no, honest. Shoes, I don't know that warm. My shoes are fine. I just got I've got a question. Uh, do you or did you know Doctor Hograd? Do you know what? I've not seen Doctor Hograd in ages. Actually, how long? I say ages. I mean, I've not been that ill, so I've not had to go. Why? Is something wrong with her? Well, she's just not there, and we've got a letter that we need to give her with some quite sad news in it. If I'm being honest. Oh, what's the news? I'd rather tell her. Oh, is it that bad? It's not great news, let me tell you that. I can tell you that much. Well, don't worry, because I can tell other people if you want to tell me, and then I'll tell others, and they can (laughs) let her her know if they know where she is. (laughs) Well, is there anyone around here that might know where she's gone? I don't know. She's not that much of a social person. She doesn't come out drinking or nothing. Mm. Does she know anyone in town, particularly? Uh, Someone who's quite poorly quite a lot of the time. Oh, there's a couple of people poorly. Oh, Mir, Mir's, Mir's mum. Mir's mum's a bit ill right now. She's got that gallows cough, doesn't she? Right, and it's horrible. I don't what, know. What is this gallows cough that's going around? Oh, it's not going around. Well, I mean, I say it's not going around. It used to go around, but then it's it sort of calmed down a lot. What's gallows cough? It's horrible. It's something to do with eating the wrong type of mushrooms. And then your throat gets all inflared, and you get this little red band around it, and then you're coughing your guts up. Oh, it's horrible. Have you never had it? you not heard it. Where are you from? I'm from Pryden. Yeah, I've never been. Is it nice? I'll be honest, I've never really been outside of Tillersham. I do love Tillersham, though. It's oh. nice. You know, I'm a trade here. Very good business. My dad sorted it to me, but I've never been outside. Well, I, you know, I recommend Pryden for a, for a first-time adventure. You I know, it's funny because I see a lot of shoes, right? I see a lot of shoes being a cobbler and that. And lots of travellers come through, but I... I don't travel much myself. I really should travel more. I think it's... I I, I love, love a bit of travelling, me. Do you know what? Do you know what? I can tell that from your shoes. Yeah. How <laughs> amazing. Yeah, do you know what? What else can you tell from my oh, I shoes? Can tell a lot of, do you know what? I could probably tell... You know, I'm fairly certain I'm a little bit... I don't want to say psychic, but I can tell what people's jobs are just on account of their footwear. Go on. Tell me what my job is. Level one, Druid. <laughs> <laughs> now, from the looks of them, from the looks of them, like you've not been travelling all that much. Like they look worn, but they don't look like on the road worn. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. So so what's my job? So I think if you've just come from Pryden, right? I don't reckon you've been outside of Pryden that much. So I reckon you're working in some sort of um, now. Them nice boots as well. Them up. Those are nice. The way they've laced up and that. You work in a house like a posh house. Do you know what? You are spot on. Very impressive. Very impressive. Thank you, yeah. Um, My name's Jenny, by the way. Did I say? Jenny, hi. What's your oh, name? Jenny, it's nice to meet you. My, I'm Juna. Oh, that's nice. I'm Juna, Juna It's lovely to meet you. You are a very <laughs> friendly young lady. You're new in town then? you knew. I don't recognise you. Oh, yeah. I came in yesterday. We've been staying over at the Knocking Point. Oh, you really Shame about happened? their brewery, oh, isn't it? Went. Do you last night as well? Happened the same, didn't it? What happened? Where did it happen? Woman and Wolf. All their stuff's disappeared too. Woodman and Wolf, did you say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen Welton. He was having a go at the Captain of the Guard last night. No. Like, as soon as he he noticed that it was all gone, he was like, what have you done? Where is it all gone? Like, and Captain was like, oh, I'm, like, they was having this argument. I'll be honest, I live upstairs and they was having this argument just right out on the street. So, of course, I heard it. Four hours later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a shoot. Wendell and Dyer's noticed Juna across the square and started waving frantically. (laughs) Caius, this is Jenny. Oh. Jenny from the block. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny because I'm from here and I've got a block in front of me for the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, lovely to meet you, Jenny. Hello. Um, Juna, I'm, we've got some rather exciting news. Uh, now, why she's do got nice shoes. In? I don't mean to butt in, but your shoes oh. are very nice, madam. 
Oh, thank you very much. T- I tell you what, see if you can tell what these two do yeah. by looking at their shoes. Uh, Juno, we can't let we... She's great. Yeah, okay, all right, let me, she let knows me try. This. Don't, don't worry, just let me try, let me try. Oh, oh, right. Now, I'll be honest, from your shoes, they are of a slight similar style to Juno's here, which would imply you're from a similar location. Yes, that's correct. Okay, we are from lovely. the same area. Um, now, um, they look like nice riding boots. Again, they don't look that well worn, so I would say that perhaps you are a posh lady. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. She is a posh lady. She's a posh lady, yeah. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Not from (laughs) just the way she talks and that, from her shoes. That's how I knew it. And this chap here. What about him? What about him? Obviously, he's got that that big old loot on his back. I'm not going to take that into account. I'm going to look solely at his shoes and I'm going to tell you that he is a performer. Wow, you are psychic, my lady. So, listen, girls. Isn't she good? And I know he's wearing that mask, and you'd think that's what gives it away, but no, it's his shoes. This conversation's gotten distracted. Like, Oren and (laughs) Kidi. Ten minutes. Ten minutes as far. Oren and Kidi, come over here. Do these two. Do these two. Do you know? We got a lot of stuff. I mean, oh, this is fun. This is a fun game. And she looks at Kidi's shoe. She goes, "Mm, "Yep, yep, you're a soldier. Yep." Uh, mm, and you, lad, you, lad, you are quite poor. <laughs> is that right? That's not a job. I know that's not a job. That's just judgmental, isn't it? Oh, I'm really sorry. They look well worn, them shoes, and they look like second, third hand. That's what I'm thinking. They've seen a bit. Them's not your shoes. They, they weren't made for you. Yeah, maybe not. Do you want a pair? I'll make you a pair. No, I'm fine. You sure? Nice new pair. Yeah, they're comfy. All right. No. I mean, I'll make them nice and comfy. Do you want me to buff those up? No, I'm good. Uh, guys, just to let you uh, all know, we've all got a uh, uh, an invitation to the um, Vondel Manor tomorrow night for dinner. Uh, tomorrow um, midday for luncheon. Oh, yeah, midday. Tomorrow <laughs> midday for luncheon. <laughs> That's all. So is this all your friends then? Well, yeah, really. We've, uh, we're sort of a bit of a ragtag bunch that we all sort of met up in a in the tavern yesterday classic meet in a tavern yeah yeah but we better be getting on i tell you what it was a gas speaking to you so nice meeting new people but you can't you can't tell us anyone who knows this doctor oh yeah like Like, you want to go speak to the guard right their name is mir mir yeah because the mir's mum is the one yeah it's their mum that's uh mir's a guard yeah that's right it's kes nellis is the mum yeah she's the one she's got that gallows cough it's not contagious, though. It's not contagious. It's just you eat the wrong stuff, in it. I was just about to ask. I don't fancy No, no, no. As far as I know, it's not contagious. And you get it from mushrooms? Yeah, like, there was this whole thing. There was, like, a whole plague of mushrooms oh years ago. Uh, oh, uh, and actually oh passed through quite a lot of the town. But a lot of people got over it pretty, quick, pretty quickly. Uh, but then, you know, for a few people, it just carries on affecting them, so... How does it affect them? Like, it's just, it's just like a rash around your neck. Uh, quite a sore throat, and you're just coughing constantly. That's what it is. Oh my god! shares a look with Orin. Yeah. You don't. You don't. These mushrooms aren't from the woods by any chance, are they? I wouldn't know. I'll be honest. I was just a kid when it happened. Come, come on, Juno. Let's. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Let's oh. let's go. Like, and can I can I tell how lot how old she is now? Yeah, uh, yeah. She's like mid thirties. So yeah, probably about 20, 25 okay. years ago, roughly, is what she's meaning. In Kitty, like, kind of tugs on. Gently, I'm, I'm Juna's arms. Juna goes, but as she's going, she sort of continues having a conversation with Jenny. Uh, Gwendolyn also helps kind of guide Juna as well, just like... <laughs> well, it's been absolutely lovely chatting with Juna, you. Juna, Juna, quickly, yeah. we have things well, to do. Yes, we're very busy and important. <laughs> There's a slight issue for concern here. We were 
and I tell them about the cave, the woman in the woods, and also the mushrooms that we found in the cave that attacked. Yeah. The, the living mushrooms that literally almost killed us. You found a woman with mushrooms in a cage? In a, in a cave. cave? In a cave. In a cave. <laughs> she wasn't keeping them in a cage. On our way into town, this copperhead woman, she sent us in a cave to find her wife's puppy. We nearly got bitten by a cockatrice. Yeah. And this one over here, she points at Orin, came away with a cockatrice egg. <laughs> and then we went into this other part of the cave. And it was grown with mushrooms. We found an envelope. Yeah, That's where yeah, we yeah, found yeah it, on a body it? in the cave yeah, with mushrooms. We found, we found this, which we're trying to deliver to the doctor who's now gone. Those mushrooms were octopusing all up oh. our legs, yeah, weren't yeah. they? Still got like a mark on my leg. Nasty it certainly things. sounds like it could be related, doesn't it? I've got my suspicions, I'm not going to lie, that, that she's the witch. No. Yeah. She's the witch. I tell you something else that my friend Jenny was telling me. Did you hear? <laughs> that other pub where we were, he's had his brewery nicked as well. What? what? You're kidding what? me. I'm not even joking. Had his brewery nicked? My word, well, yeah. You sure? He, uh, I thought he didn't brew. Well, well didn't brew, did he? That's what Jenny said. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm not is saying she's said. untrustworthy, but... That's what Jenny said. It's all I'm saying. I mean, of course, I did arrange to go and have um, a meeting with Izel and Sully, who were in the guard. But it sounds like you have somebody else to go and meet from to do with the guard. Mia, was it? Mia's mum. So perhaps uh, next port of call is going to speak to people involved with the guard. I tell you what, what Jenny said, she reckons that she heard Welton arguing with the captain of the guard last night. Now, if I'd have been in a better state, I could confirm or deny that. But unfortunately, as we all know, I can remember the nuns and the kissing. Which didn't happen. I want to find out where this mirror is. So you're heading over to the guardhouse first? Yeah, try and find out what's happened to Dr. Hograd as well, see if they know anything about that. While we're there, we can also see what we can find out about this brewery situation for our uh, Iris. So the guardhouse is, again, it's a fairly obvious spot. It's quite a big building. Um somewhere off the off of the square and there is there is quite a bustle going on inside you do very quickly see uh Izel and sully running backwards and forth bits of paperwork in and out of rooms and like Izel shoots you a little nod gwendolyn but doesn't stop for tea there's another guard at the door with a flushed chalk sort of expression mid-20s crew cut strong jawline cheekbones with a little bit of pock marking like probably from some teenage acne they're, they're sort of Idly stood there at the door. They've been positioned there. They, you, you get the impression that they'd much rather be in and amongst all of the running around. But somebody's got to stand on on door duty in case any other trouble comes along. I've seen you approach. Yo, how can I help you today? We're looking for the guard that goes by the name of Mia. Yep, that's me. Oh, who are you? Mia, we're here about your mum. What's up with my mum? I spoke to a very lovely lady called Jenny. She said that your mum had gallows cough. Um, I, I don't know you from anyone, but, you might but know where I, Dr. I'll be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't speak to Jenny if I were you. She talks a lot. Why? What's wrong with Jenny? I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with Jenny. She's very nice, but just uh, she, a bit of a gossip is the thing. Has, has she said something about my mum? Is my mum all right? I mean, she didn't say, she didn't say anything negative about You're your mum. Right, right. If anything, she was concerned. Well, I mean, Jenny's Jenny's a good girl, but she's not. She's just a bit chatty. No, it's yeah. friend. Oh, I didn't yeah. think that. <laughs> you, really? Yeah. 
<laughs> Average. <laughs> um, do you have uh, any crime to report or anything? Any trouble that I can help you? No, but but we did. We we've got a letter that we're trying to deliver to Doctor Hograd, and we can't find her. And Jenny said that your mum might know where she might have gone because she had this gallows cough. You see, there's a that's there's all. like a creeping worry uh, that starts mm. in Mia's in Mia's eyes. Um, and they look at you. They look around. Uh, leave it back. And they just say, I could take that letter for you. What? Do you know where the doctor is? And again, they, they've got this really worried expression. Do they know where, where she is? Like, uh, hang on. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of like... Put make my a, if anyone on, wants um, to, make an insight check. Yeah, I'm doing I that. I would love to, please. I would like I, to do I'm that. I'm going to... Ref- you can go first, though. Oh, natural 12. 20. Oh. Well, in which case, in Kidu, you know instantly that um, the guards know that the doctor is missing. Mm-hmm. And they are choosing to keep it a hush-hush. Like, you get that impression straight away. You're like, they know the, the doctor's missing. They're keeping it quiet to stop panic. Okay. Are you also aware of the fact that mushrooms, certain mushrooms can have on the body to spread this gallows cough? Are you aware? Of gallows cough? Yeah. Because there is a cave not not very far from here, where we found an acquaintance of the doctor's dead body, completely infested with the things, and these mushrooms had come alive. Are you also aware that this is a possible end effect of this disease, which may be worse than the um, cough? Are you sure that's to do with gallows cough? We've not had a new case of gallows cough in years. The doctor's been keeping on top of it, and as far as I know, it just kills you. I see. Unless you take medicine. So your mum didn't have gallows cough. My mum does have gallows cough, but the medicine is keeping it all at bay. Which Dr. Hograd provides yeah. for your mum. Does Dr. Um, Hograd have, have any family, do you know? I assume, out of town. Uh, she moved in about 30 years ago. Oh, right, okay. She's quite an odd lady now, but uh, she's not. She's never... Paired up with anyone here. Hmm. But I assume she's come from somewhere and has some family. But they don't come and visit or anything? Not that I know of. Oh, right, okay. Hmm. Are you... Are the five of you... I mean, do you often go into the Lockhold Wood? No. no we were passing okay. through. Uh, well, Why? I, we travelled through. It took us about, oh, I don't know, what, five days to travel through? You spent five days in the wood? Four or five days? Uh, yes. I mean, you're braver than I am. <laughs> it's certainly... Um... You must be very brave. You're a guard. I mean, I'm a guard in a brave. small town. Like, it's... This is, honestly, this is the most amount of excitement there's been. All of the booze going missing. Like, that's... Uh, yes. It's strange. It's happened in two places now. I mean, I'm, I can't comment on investigations. <sighs> oh, no, of course. No, 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 no. <sighs> don't, don't worry. We wouldn't tell a soul. Uh, thanks. Yeah, just Dr. Hograd was... Supplying mum with 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 medicine, uh, and we don't have a lot left. So if the doctor isn't in their office, which you seem to know about, then I'm worried I'm not going to get more of it. Maybe you should investigate that. We are. They just said that. My friend, given the Lockhart Wood is so close by, who's Duty is it to protect the citizens from the dangers of that wood? 
in hushed tones, not quite wanting to make it too like loud in amongst all the other guards. They just lean in and say, We kind of leave the woods to the witch. It's easier that way. Oh. I see. And then Enkidu's eyes just kind of turn cold. And he's like, right. He's added the witch to his list. Do you know the witch? No, but... Do you know what she looks like? Do you know what she does? I've heard of what some of what she does. And I'll be honest, if... Like I say, you're braver than I am, so if ever you're out that way and you find her, it'd be mighty good of you if, if, if you could ask her for some help. Do you think she'd give us oh, some yeah, Okay, well, why don't we go see this witch and, like, let's not get anything rash or anything, but let's just ask her, hey, have you heard? Have you seen anything about this brewery? Have you seen anything about these mushrooms? Oh, I didn't mean about that. I, I meant about medicine. Yeah, the medicine. Have yeah. you seen this issue with the medicine? Can you sort us out? You know, she knows magic. She'll, she'll, she could sort us out if we ask nicely. If you could, if you could get nice some medicine person. for my mother, I will just pay you twenty gold pieces per bottle. I don't, I, what medicine does she need? Just out of interest. I don't really know the name of it, but it's it's sort of a bluish color and it smells a lot like berries. Blueberry juice. Hmm. I mean, not just blueberry juice. We've tried just eating berries. That doesn't. Well, that sounds like we could do that, gang. Gang, we could do that. If you're able to get anything that will help, that would be wonderful. They return to their sort of post at the door. You all step outside. Where will you be heading next? Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. <laughs> I want to buy a shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite easily done. As you are uh, like moving out towards uh, the Lockhart Woods, you do just quickly pass through Servelt Square. There's a blacksmith there. He's he's banging away. <laughs> Blacksmiths do. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Yeah. Mirth. Yeah. Uh, half elf. Mirth. Short black hair. Big old strong build. So he's got a couple of shields mm-hmm. already ready to go. Uh, I don't know how much they sure. are. So five gold pieces for a shield. Sure. Light Lightweight and durable. Exactly. Just Thank slap you. it on one arm. Uh, yeah. Important. It's like it's just yeah. one of those like just wooden bucklers. Yeah. Circular thing, bit Perfect. of metal around the edge, Perfect. but it's mostly like the end of a barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I move it around just to get some flow. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, you all uh, sort of head out of town, ready uh, to face the Lockholt Wood, and that's where we'll leave the episode. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Into the woods. <laughs> have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.